This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by leftovers. I'm sure you've got a bunch of them in your fridge. I know I do. Well, we dug deep in the fridge, uh, pushed pushed aside that food that we were actually looking forward to eating, and uh, found some old takeout boxes of issues that uh, were just been sitting around. Uh, opened them up. They they smell like fresh enough. Figure you throw them in a pot on the stove for like 10 minutes. Maybe we can bring some life back into them. And uh, that's what this episode is. It, it's just leftovers. Welcome back to this week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly international podcast to tackle all Whoa. of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burt, and with me today, a very special guest from the great oh. red state of North Carolina, Uncle Buck. Hello! Uh, back again, say, two weeks in a I row. Say, yeah, I messed it up again. I'm always messing up. I just I screw everything up. Yeah. Speaking of leftovers, uh, did you see what I just posted on the Discord like two seconds ago? Uh, no, I did not. Um, I did, was not looking at the Discord. Would, hold on, let me pull it up. I, uh, oh, is it a picture of uh, just a bunch of hash browns? What is that? Is that ham? Is that that spam? is spam tacos, man. Gross. No, it's delicious. Uh, I... Uh, I apologize. I, mean, I had to start the show in the middle of my breakfast. I we, we ran out of time, so yeah, I, it uh, is what it is. I just have a coffee here. I have a pop tart that I'll probably be snacking on. I did a uh, mini sode this week all by myself. Oh, wow. Bless you. I did a mini sode this week all by myself, and that I all by I, myself. I just came Sorry. in here into the studio. I've never like sat and recorded anything in the studio by myself. I'm alone now again today because I guess Todd was like, oh, "I'm not getting up at 8 a.m. two weeks in a row." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Screw Uncle Buck. So uh, I came in here and I recorded a, a mini sode, which was just like four 10 minute rants. And uh, I'm curious what people think about it. It's available to all our one dollar patrons. Go check it out. But uh, yeah. I found that solo rants can be fun. But if you are someone who requires the to, requires someone else to bounce things off of in order to make them funny, they don't work that way. Yeah, that may that may be too it. sincere. It may it may not be a uh, very funny episode, but um, I, I mean, I tried to keep it pretty lighthearted. Let's see if you if you listen to that episode, go leave it a comment so I can find out whether or not that was uh, just a huge waste of my time or not. Anyway, have you Buck? Have you watched Cobra Kai? I'm telling everyone about Cobra Kai. Have you watched Cobra Kai? No. Did you watch no. the Karate Kid? No. Oh, you haven't watched the original Karate Kid? I don't know. Oh man, look, wax on, wax off, Danielson. I mean, I've I've, I've probably seen I've probably seen all of it in chunks, but I don't know that I've ever sat down and watched the entire thing because I don't give a shit. Oh well, the Karate Kid's a classic. You should show it to your kids. Um, no, and I don't mean I don't use the word classic like oh you got to see it, but uh, it's it's a uh, it's one of those movies that's like I, I'm exists. I'm surprised you you haven't seen. It. No, it's a cultural touchstone. It's one of those movies that everybody saw in the '80s, and then and it, I, so mean, anyway. I know of it. I know of it. I've seen the bits and pieces. Like um, what's that other one that everyone loves so much? Uh, oh brother, where art thou? 
Yeah. I I have seen the movie. I've seen all of the parts of the movie, but I've never sat down and watched it from start to finish in one go. Yeah, I, it's um that's fine. I mean, it's it's a funny enough movie, but if you're not interested in that kind of music, then I probably wouldn't recommend it. Like just to listen to the soundtrack if you're listen if you if you like the music, but you don't like any of the actors, just listen of to the Karate soundtrack. Kid? Yeah. Got that 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 banging Karate Kid soundtrack? What's name name a time a few bars? Oh no no no! I, I was talking about Oh Brother Where Art Thou? I don't give a shit about that either. Uh, yeah, the, no, the Karate Kid. You should show it to your kids because it's a it's a good like life lesson movie. But then stop there because all the rest of the movies are not good. Uh, they made more. They made they made three Karate Kid movies. Then they tried to reboot it with Hillary Swank as the Karate Kid. And then in like 2010, they made a Karate Kid in conjunction like Smith with yeah Will Smith's money and also a propaganda film for China where the kid learns kung fu. So he should be called the Kung Fu Kid. Like Jackie Chan. It's, uh, yeah, Jackie Chan was the Mr. Miyagi. It's awful. It's uh it's just a, not a good movie. So uh, you watched it? I did. I did. Because I watched Why? Co- I watched Cobra Kai and I was watching Cobra Kai and I realized I had never seen Karate Kid two or three. And I have nothing better to do in my life. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna fucking Obviously. watch all the Karate Kid movies. And uh I watched I think I started Cobra Kai after we recorded last week, and I I finished it <laughs> last week, and then I watched all the Karate Kid movies, and then I was out of stuff to watch again. But uh, Cobra Kai was was surprisingly good for a for one of those. It's a you know you uh, you know what the concept is, right? Like they brought back the original actors from the Karate Kid and put them in a TV show like forty years yeah. after the fact. Yeah, uh, describing that sounds awful, but it's surprisingly not awful. Well, the thing is. They're doing that to everything. They brought back Roseanne. And yeah. It was immediately banned. Yeah. Which was funny. And then they then made they re- 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 about Roseanne without Roseanne. Yeah. Then they did. Um, they, we know the one that, that they rebooted in 2016 that, that flopped really hard. Yeah. That they're rebooting um, again. It's not yeah. going to be good. At least it is going to have some of the original actors in it at some point. So did, so did been, Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah, but not as their characters. Oh, well. I mean, Bill Murray played Bill Murray, which is just a flaming no. giant fucking asshole no. who deserved exactly what he got. No, Bill Murray. Bill Murray played Kevin or Paul Feig. Oh, he got what Paul Feig deserves, which yeah, is just yeah. to be dragged out into the street by a monster and murdered mercilessly. I can't explain. And then instead of anyone actually giving a shit about him, his death, they just stand there and talk about movies from the 80s because that's really more relevant 40 years down the line than anything Paul Feig has ever done. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are going to be talking about The Karate Kid for another 40 years. No one's going to be talking about a Paul Feig movie. Anybody remember Bridesmaids? And the just, it's like the thing that we talked about last time where, was that on the bonus episode where we talked about just straight up murdering people who talk about revoking the Second Amendment? Yes. Or was that the regular episode? It was one of them. Go listen to all the bonus episodes, especially the ones with me. Uh, and we talked about anyone who, who says that the, the Second Amendment should be revoked, it should be in the new constitution to just immediately murder that person yeah. free of consequences. Um, and also... Uh, Anyone who mentions Paul Feig movies, same thing. Man, I was digging through uh, my my great grandmother's DVD collections. Remember DVDs? Oh my gosh! And there was this movie called Bridesmaids. Bang! 
<laughs> like, you, Dad, you killed our great-granddad. He was 104 years old. I know, son, but he, he it, broke the rules. He broke the law. He broke the law. And uh, in the Thunderdome where we live now, it's, you know, you break the law and it's immediate death. Everyone is Judge Dredd. Everyone's Judge Man. Dredd. Yeah, I'm, I want the Judge Dredd future. Me too. After the shit that has gone down the past two weeks, me fucking too, dude. Oh. And I get to be all of the Judge Dreads and no one else gets to be Judge Dredd except me. Uh, Maybe you. Maybe you. <laughs> uh, what else? What other exciting things? See, I, wh- well, how was your Thanksgiving, Buck? Did you get together, big family get together? Yes, we did. Fuck Roy Cooper right in his fucking ass. Um, so I got hot sauce on my on my mouse. That's no good. So uh, we were going to go. So Aunt Buck's family's from Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of in a, a tradition of ours to go up there for Thanksgiving because um, for a few years there, like her grandparents were in poor health and they weren't going to last. And of course, now they're gone. But we'd still go up there since we kind of already got in the habit and like see the rest of her family. We only go once or twice a year anyway to see them. And it's it's kind of fun. And, you know, I tolerate it. So this year we were going to go up there and we had all the big plans. We're going to go to that one aunt's house that has like uh, 700 foster kids. And uh, we were going to eat in the big living room with this giant ass table. And it was going to be this big spread of food. We enjoy it. We really do. Yeah. It sounds awesome. And her cousins are all, Her cousins are all fun. And they have a very similar uh, sense of humor that I do. And uh, so, you know, we're going to have a great time. And then the coof happened. And everyone's like, and, and Maryland is one of those states that is definitely Democrat run. And uh, like they call it, the people who live there call it the People's Republic of Maryland. Let's just throw that out there, right? Because the gun laws and everything else. So they were yeah. like, nope, nope. Fred the trucks from uh, Maryland. Do what now? Fred the Fred rushes from Maryland. Freddie the truck. I know. So actually, Fred lives uh, in the same area that uh, one of Aunt Buck's aunts lived in. Oh, that's kind of cool. Up at, like that that area where he lives is actually the area where I go. In fact, every fucking time I'm up there, I'm like, "Hey, Fred, you want to?" He's always out on the road. Get a, get a beer. He's like, "Yeah, I'm out of town." Yeah. I think he's avoiding me at this point. Uh. He, he got to meet me the one time. At Road Rage Atlanta, and now he's like, "Oh God, fuck Uncle Buck! That guy's a fucking weirdo." He came to Tulsa once. He was he was like on a a layover or whatever here, and I was like, "Hey, you want to go get a beer?" He's like, "Yeah," and I and so I drove I drove out to his shipping place and picked him up from his truck, and we went out and had some beers, and then I dropped him back off. Good time. He's a good guy. Then he got right back in the truck and took off driving. Yeah, <laughs> just weaving all over the road. Blowing the horn for no reason. And he's a little guy, so it's like, probably doesn't take a whole lot. Fuck. Hey, here's what I don't get. Fuck you, little car. Fuck you, pedestrians. Here's what I don't get. Uh, What are these fucking wavy yellow lines? So, yeah. So, anyway, you were going to go to Maryland. Did you not go to Maryland? No, we couldn't because they canceled it. Fuckers. Um, Because her cousin actually got the coof, right? Like, or let's put it this way. He tested positive. Yeah. Him and his kids tested positive. They were like, we never felt anything. He thought he had an ear infection. Yeah. That's actually why he went to the doctor. He's like, I got this ear infection. I need some, some antibiotics cleared up. Oh, you have, uh, you have the, the China election year virus. He goes, Oh, 
So they sequestered it for two weeks and like nothing happened. Like they, yeah. they sniffled a little bit and that was the extent of it. And he was like, why is everyone so scared of this? Like I get if you are already weak, it might be like the flu and, and sneak up on you and wipe you out. But normal, healthy people, this yeah. is stupid. If you're but a- Thanksgiving was already canceled. Yeah, that's so. So my dad was like, well, screw it. My, so my dad was one of those people who was like, don't rock the boat. Don't, you know, don't show any personality when you're at work, which I actually agree with now. He's like, you know, just sit down. Don't draw any attention to yourself. Nobody likes somebody who is who is uh, being a big asshole about everything. Just just chill out and get through life and be happy. And now in his old age, he's changing. He's like Roy Cooper. He's he's about as vitriolic about Roy Cooper as I am. He's like, that guy's an idiot. Nice. And for my dad to say that he doesn't he doesn't use profanity, especially not like I do. But uh He's like, basically, it's the equivalent of me saying Roy Cooper needs to get fucked every day with a red hot cactus full of bees uh, in every orifice of his body. And and he means it. So, yeah, he was like, we're screw Roy Cooper. We're having the biggest get together we can. So in his garage, he put up tables. He invited my brother, his wife, their kids, uh, us, Aunt Buck's parents, anyone who he could possibly invite. Packed that little garage, like standing room only full of people. And it was, I, I just about took a big, huge picture and put it on Facebook with like, fuck Roy Cooper. But I knew that if I did that, one of somebody would like snitch on you or something. Yeah. Somebody would snitch fucking faggots. And then I have to go to jail for manslaughter. Yeah. Or aggravated assault or something. So I didn't do it, but yeah, it was a good Thanksgiving. We ate a bunch of food. I got, uh, the only birthday gift that I got the entire time, which was um, an envelope with a couple bucks in it. Nice. And yeah, no presents, no and anything like that. Uh, apparently, when you get close to 40, people just stop giving a shit about your birthday. Yeah. So. Yeah, the. Uh, that was fun. My, I, I got together with my mom and my two sisters, and uh, we had a, the same Thanksgiving we have every year, which is pretty small. But um, I. A friend of mine I was talking to on Wednesday, so he he they normally do a really big family Thanksgiving with like their uh, their extended family and some friends, and uh, his kids all come in from out of town, and so he only cooks the turkey, and everybody else just brings all the sides, and so mm-hmm. since they were not doing that, he was he was asking me about like how to make certain sides. And I was like, oh, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. And he's like, man, uh, normally I just deal the one thing. Now I got to deal with all this shit to do our small Thanksgiving. It's it's almost more of a pain in the ass to have fewer people. And I was like, just invite all the people. But everybody cucked out. Everybody's afraid of getting a mild cold. <coughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, everyone's afraid of the social stigma of not being afraid, of not living in fear. Man, I'm getting worked up again already. Yeah. Well, why don't you, since you're getting worked up, why don't you jump into your first issue? What's your first issue this week? I got to look them up, man. I told them to you last night, and I completely forgot what they were. What do you want for Christmas? No, no. Here, cut that out. I'm going to start with this. Here's what I don't get. (laughs) Shitty tools. Has anyone talked about this yet? Uh, I've definitely mentioned it. I, so in the mini set, I talked about cheap band aids, and I I kind of pivoted cheap band aids into all the ways that my uh, mom is super cheap with stuff, <laughs> including tools. But by all means, because I like talking about tools. Um, 
So I uh, I had I got a Dremel tool from my dad. Actually, it was like a Black and Decker wizard. War. I just used it till I wore the damn thing out. I use. I man, I've got so many uses for a Dremel tool. Yeah, it's abs- it's absurd. They're great you can little brush tools. your teeth. You can. Is, yeah. So. Is that is the wizard the one that has the big flexible cable thing? Um, I don't know if it specifically has one. That one didn't. You can they can most of them now have the option for that attachment. That is so that is the way to do it. Yeah. Um. So uh, when that thing wore out, literally the uh, like the the bushing spring inside mm-hmm. snapped. Because I was grind, I got those little grinding discs. Yep. And that little thirty dollar chuck, then the grinding disc would come with it, and I was just grinding the shit out of everything. So, um, just like going out and just like fucking grinding all the paint off your car for no reason. What are you doing? Ah, yeah. I got this grinder. I figured. Fuck you! This is my car. I'm gonna grind the paint off if I fucking want. Shut up, neighbor! I don't give a shit. Go back in your house and hang yourself. So, um. Why didn't any of your trees uh, have bark below five feet? Just fucking shut up and mind your own business. Because I don't like raising my arms above my shoulders, you jackass. Otherwise, it'd be eight feet. So uh, I broke the the thing and I bought, I was going to have to replace it. Money was a little tight at the time, still a little tight. So I got like this $30... I don't even remember the brand. It was some brand I'd never heard of. It was from China. The thing was bright blue. It looked like it was Fisher Price. Yeah. And, but it came with a bunch of shit and a bunch of attachments in this little carrying case and one of those flex flex uh, attachments. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, this is great. So I got it. I was um, using these little Dremel drill bits to drill holes in a piece of metal. And uh, when I hooked this thing up and got to working on it, I noticed that the flex shaft apparently wasn't lined up true. Like you'd put the drill bit in it and tighten down the chuck and the little drill bit was just like spinning on the end. Like, like a, like the, the point was making a circle, right? Yeah. So instead of drilling a hole, you have a spirograph because you put it down and it just like walks all across whatever surface you're on. Yeah. I was like, Oh, well that's unfortunate. Uh, but it still worked for like the grinding attachment until, um, the uh, the other end that actually plugs into the Dremel tool itself wore smooth because it didn't like the resistance from the grinder hitting things. Oh. It would just like stop. <laughs> and just stop. I was like, ah, oh, well, shit. So I had to stop using the grinding, the, the flex shaft after a while. So the other day, I was sitting in there in my garage. I was grinding on a piece of metal trying to cut out a shape for a project I'm working on. And all of a sudden... Um, I feel something fly past my head. Was it your and what it was was cutting disc? The yeah, yeah. The cutting disc shattered, and if if I had been wearing safety glasses, which I don't when I'm at home, if I had, it would have taken them off because it flew straight past my eye and grazed the side of my like. It, if it had been a razor, it would have shaved that hair off, right? Yeah, like just whoosh, gone. I feel this fly past my head. It embeds itself in one of the beams in the ceiling. Okay, that was great. <laughs> That's not a joke. And uh, I was like, oh, shit. Um, and then I look down because my hand is like rattling like it's going to fall off. The chuck on the for the grinding disc mm-hmm. is bent at damn near uh, like a 45-degree angle. Wow. So that's the part that's supposed to be straight and holds the disc. Yeah. You know, it's bent and it's spinning around 
And the longer it spins, the more it bends. Like it's, it's, it's like going from like 35, 40, 45. It started to creep on up there. I'm like, oh my God. So I turned the thing off all because I bought a shitty thing that doesn't line up correctly. Because even after like I was trying to do drill bits again without the flex attachment. Still not it wasn't, true. The whole thing was just not trued up at all. And I don't know why that is other than the fact that I cheaped out. And I bought a shitty tool. I've heard, and I'm sure you'll, you've heard this maxim many a time, especially among guys who are good at their craft. It's a poor craftsman who blames his tools. Mm-hmm. And I used to think, yeah, you're just a shitty craftsman, ha 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 ha, until I got a hold of shitty tools. And I'm like, oh, you can't do shit with this. There's there's definitely uh, there's definitely a like a threshold of where. A really, really good craftsman with a shitty tool could get the job done, but there's a middle ground where you hit a threshold and, like, the tool's well-made, so if you know how to use it and you're not great, you'll get good results, whereas if you go the one step down, you'll get bad results, and that's all in the tool. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I I could definitely make make do with not great quality tools. Uh, for some, but my other favorite maxim is, you know, buy a tool and buy it once. So instead of buying, you know, unless you're in one of those emergency situations where you just really, really need something or you need something and you need it only temporarily, uh, I like to put the money into making sure I have a tool that's like worth that I'm not going to be replacing in a few years. I mentioned on the mini sode, I have a, I have a ratchet handle that I use daily as my, as for, it's my lighting tool. It's a, a swivel head ratchet with a multi-pin socket. So I can get onto all different shapes of bolts, uh, which is great. Cause like on a lighting instrument, you have square nuts, you have regular eight sided nuts and they're all different and sizes. Nuts. And so you, you know, other people, there are all these different multi-tools you can get for lighting in, in theater, and they all require you to, like, line the tool up to a certain, in a certain way to get the, onto whatever bolt you're on, whereas I can just walk up and hit any, any one right away, loosen them all up, tighten them all up, no problem, and I've been carrying that same, that same handle for years. I, I've replaced the socket, I think, twice because um, one time it fell and it, it exploded apart, <laughs> the socket head and so i just replaced the socket head because they're not that expensive um but i care i use it every day for years i don't use it as much anymore but i still have it it's it's like i've had it for like seven six or seven years this this same tool it's, and it it's just because i bought a decent one when i bought it yeah it's so um, it's so decent that harbor freight doesn't sell them anymore oh uh. Yeah. That killed. And so that's the other thing is I was using a shitty tool, that cheap uh, rotary tool, as they're technically called. Yes. Dremel's Dremel. the brand. Kind of like uh, the difference between cotton swabs and Q-tips. Yep. Or, or a skill uh, saw. Elastic. You know, it's actually a circular saw, not a skill saw, but... Or the Sawzall, yeah. that's a reciprocating saw, but Sawzall was the brand that everyone recognized it with. Yeah, or Frigidaire. So anyway. Yeah. Um, I was using a cheap rotary tool, and it broke my expensive uh, grinding chuck. So now, 
to finish grinding that project, I had to cobble together something else entirely. Out of I had to glue together uh, sandpaper on a piece of wood, drill a hole through the piece of wood, and then like use bolts and a and a uh, use a thin bolt and a couple of nuts to like to make a chuck out of that. Yeah. Then put that in my cordless drill and try to grind that way. Guess how well that worked? Not very well. I'm still doing it right now, as a matter of fact. I've got a filter on so that you can't hear it, but that's been four days. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, it was it was one of the most infuriating things I've ever done. And so the rotary tool still technically works. Like it's, you know, it didn't bust. But I don't know, man. It just, as soon as I, one, nearly died, and two, realized that my expensive chuck that I don't have the money for was broken, I was like, God fucking damn it. Why I get why I went with a cheap tool, but man, and the other thing is I didn't want to buy an expensive like Dremel brand Dremel tool, even though they're probably yeah. like the best there are. Or what? Well, maybe I don't know. You might just be buying the name, but I was like, man, I'm just gonna wear it out eventually. Yeah, there and are there are I tiers can, uh, with the, within Dremel of what you're getting based on what you're buying. Yeah, and I could justify to Aunt Buck like, well, I burned up my thirty dollar rotary tool versus. I burned up my uh, $120 rotary tool. Yeah. This brand name. Like, how'd you do that? Well, I used it and it fell apart. Well, you know, I can, I don't know. They've got like a, I said, there's tears. They've got a $10 one. running down my face. There's a $10 one at uh, Harbor Freight that I bought recently, but I only bought it uh, for wire brushing. Uh, to So basically that I don't have to wire brush by hand anymore. Yeah. And uh, it's part of my car detailing kit and it's like eh, if it breaks it you know it's, it was 10 bucks we had one yeah i had one at work that was i think it was from the 70s where it was a tabletop one so you had this big it was a big fucking motor with like a nice a nice uh clicky on switch that that was and, mm-hmm. and a reverse so and uh so this tabletop unit sat with the this big fucking motor like a four-inch motor, and then had a nice, oh, a really long snake arm that came out of the motor, and in that was where you attached your bits. And and uh, man, that thing worked great. I used it for tons of stuff. I wonder if I should just build one like that. No. 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 You don't think I should just build a rotary tool no. of my own accord? That will not go well. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Because I can get I can get DC motors that are you know as big around as my arm from work. They throw them out all the time. Yeah. So actually, they're about as big around as my thigh. If you're thinking about it. They're like, some big DC motors. So I'll just hook it up to like some uh, some two ten power and uh, <laughs> hook that little flex cable to it. And when I turn it on, it's going to be like turning on a fire hose. It's going to whip that flex cable around the room, murder me, murder everyone inside, and then I can finally be happy. The <laughs> uh the the thing about the shitty Man. tools is um I hate I hate when you go over to someone's place to like help them with something and you have the tool right and you're talking mm-hmm. like you're helping a friend with a project right like he's like oh hey uh will you come uh, help me rework my deck and you're like yeah 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 no problem and and uh and and you're like, oh, do you have a um, do you have a good impact? It's like, oh yeah, 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 I got a got a good, I got an impact. You're like, oh, okay, cool, 
uh, then I won't bring mine. I don't, I'm not going to load up a set tool you already have. Uh, yeah. And then you get there and he's like, yeah. Uh, and you're like, where's your impact? Like, oh yeah, it's, it's over here. And it's, it's like a fucking black and Decker corded drill, not an impact. You're like, this isn't an impact. Like, ah, I mean, what's the difference? But there's Same a, thing. there's a big fucking difference, dude. Uh, and you just someone think, who's never been to a car garage. Why ever heard that? Why did I not just like fucking throw it in my bag? I should have just thrown it in my bag. No, it's it's not that you should have thrown it in your bag. It's that you should have known better. Is that you? If you, I don't know how how well have you known the person in this situation? Uh, like, was this hy- hypothetical or? Uh, I mean, it's it's loosely based on every time I have to help my mom with something, and I don't. <laughs> okay, and I don't bring my own tools. Just so I, I just wanted to understand how well you knew the person. So now, now you know because I'm telling you. Uh, when you when your mom says, "Hey, can you help me fix this thing?" and you're like, "Do you have this tool?" and she says, "Yes," just don't believe her. Yeah, well, that so like that's she, that's the thing with my mom. Um, so my mom has a really a pretty decent set of the new Ryobi tools. Their new lithium ion tool. Uh, I don't remember what the the brand what the line is called, but they're all neon green. And it's because yeah, it's I, I have been going on uh, Craigslist, and anytime I find, I, so I gave her all my Ryobi tools in preparation for me switching to to Milwaukee, which I still have not done. Upgrading, yeah. And uh, so I gave her all my old Ryobi tools, and they were the old. Uh, it was this the line. They're eighteen volt. They were all blue, uh, but I had replaced the batteries, the nickel cadmium batteries, with. Um, lithium ion batteries and they the lithium mm-hmm. ion batteries work great i charge the batteries like once a year and then i would mm-hmm. i would be like i need, man i need to i need to put up a screw to like hang this photo or whatever and i go there's no way my drill the battery in the drill is still working and i pick it up and <laughs> like oh well, the shit. torque from that thing taking off nearly breaks your wrist yeah so so i gave her that whole set of tools and then i found on craigslist a set of uh it, it was a a contractor set of tools and it was oh. an oscillating tool. Uh, res- I, no, I don't think it had a reciprocating saw. Oscillating tool, flashlight, a drill, a hammer drill, an impact, a vacuum, a Bluetooth radio, um, a couple other things in a big fucking bag with like multiple chargers and a shitload of batteries. And I was like, well, damn, you need to buy this from this guy. And so she did so what i've been doing is anytime i find tools that will fit that line i will send them to her to try and make sure she has like power tools that are actually decent but even then i still anytime i'm going out to my mom's i'll just throw a a toolkit into my trunk of stuff of like my maybe just on the off chance my mom goes like oh hey while you're here there's a little project, yeah. and I can be like, "Oh yeah, hold on, I've got a tool in my trunk for absolutely no reason because I assumed that I've you want me to do something." I've got just the tool for the job, mom. I and and would be like, "Oh, I bought this thing at the restore that says it will do a thing. Like it won't. It won't buy good tools, man. I I hate <laughs> shitty tools. I hate. Uh, I hate like fucking just cheap ass levels and stuff." Oh man! Shitty drill bits. My worst is shitty drill bits. We were uh, yeah. We put a covered deck on my mom's. My mom has a a deck that that covers the whole front of the house, and so she wanted to screen in a portion of it. So we we built the framing and and put a screen in this porch. And uh, she bought like a set of drill bits. I I fucking I have no idea where they came from, 
but the spaghetti. We ran through every fucking drill bit in that kit. Every fucking one of them was just like you know how with the Phillips head screw uh, with the Phillips head bit you'll end up with a really narrow plus at the at the tip, and then it'll just be shaved clean, and then it'll have the fat part. Every fucking yep. one of them was like that. The only one that survived was the one that was already in the impact. So we're we're working on this project, and I we had several. I I brought I brought an impact with me to work, um, and but I didn't have a bit with mine because uh, I use my impact with sockets most of the time. So I'm we're having to swap this this Phillips head bit back and forth between the the things, and it's just like, man, this is such a fucking pain in my ass. Uh. I hate that having to swap something back and forth like that. Yeah, and uh, um, now I thought you meant like actual drill bits, like for for drilling holes, not like screwdriver bits. Um, so you remember that soda machine that I got? Yeah. Um, there were so I don't remember if I talked about it on the show ever. At work, they had a like a soda can vending machine that had been sitting there abandoned for years. Whoever owned it stopped coming to fill it up. They stopped collecting the money out of it, which was a shame because there was like 50 bucks worth of change in it. Nice. Because it apparently was broken or something. And they were like, so who wants it? We're going to put it up for auction. I'm the one that, not auction, but like, like you put you put your name in a hat and people who want it take it. I was the only one that put in for it because I didn't know how much of a pain in the ass it was going to be to move. But anyway, the, we didn't have the key. And you can't get in without a key unless you drill open the lock. Yeah. So we got tons of drill bits downstairs. And I said, well, I need to drill open the lock to get all the sodas out before I can try to move this thing. And they said, okay, well, we got drill bits down in the maintenance shop. Okay. So they allowed me to go down to the maintenance shop and pull out drill bits. And we got everything from like like drill bits that are the size of like uh, graphite from a mechanical pencil mm-hmm. all the way to ones that are about as big around as my dick. Um, so what so, is that, like a quarter inch? Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, let's see. uh Ones that are uh, seriously about an inch across. Yeah. Like 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 big, massive fucking drill bits. So uh, we, um, I, I just brought my drill from home, my corded drill, found the biggest drill bit that would fit in the thing, and just started hammering away at this lock. Now, part of it was the fact that that stuff's like really, really hardened steel. Yeah. But I must have gone through, and I'm not kidding about this, seven of those drill bits trying to drill into that thing. Yeah, you gotta, because, gotta get the carbide tip ones to do to drill metal. Yeah, and these apparently weren't. And so like I watched these drill bits turn bright red while I was trying to drill through this lock. And then they would like by that point they're probably not sharp anymore. So you take it off, throw it out. <sighs> Shitty tools, man. Yeah, I'm I'm forever. bad about that. I always buy cheap drill bits because uh I constantly break them. And so I'm just, I'm so fucking mm-hmm. done with buying drill bits and then having them fucking snap. Or you have to buy the ones that are uh, a hex on the end so that you're, they don't just like lock up and your drill just, just spin around holes in them. Yeah. I, yeah. I do prefer those. I like the ones, uh, yeah, either the hex or the ones that are, where they just shave uh, the three little, they shave off three flat spots so that it'll, the teeth in your chuck will line up just right with them. Which is, I guess, a six-sided one, but the other three sides are still curved. Yeah, which is fine. As long as you have something that that thing's not just going to, like, lock up and the drill's still turning, but the bit's not. Like, ah. Uh, God, I had then a... you open up the chuck and, like, the metal shavings pour out. 
I had a 16 inch long. Uh, it was like a seven eighths drill bit for drilling. It's a hell of a drill bit. Yeah, it was. It was fucking huge. That thing was great. And um, we were trying to we were trying to put in wall anchors, proper wall anchors for the. <laughs> So uh, I want a wall anchor that goes into my neighbor's house. <laughs> <laughs> so at, at my at my old work, we had um, we had what we called the world clock, and there was one central brain, and all the clocks in the building were were wired off this one brain. Um, and so everybody's everybody's referencing the same clock, so everyone's on the same time. Uh, when yeah. a show starts, no one's like, "Oh, we're, we're starting now." Like when my watch says seven fifty eight. Like, what's the world clock say? We don't give a shit. And it was it was slightly faster than than what your cell phone would be normally. But anyway, um, a show came in and they hit our world clock and knocked it off the wall because oh. it was it was put in with you know the this was this was like a you know a nineteen inch wide rack unit. It was mounted to the wall with. Those those hollow wall anchors that are the little plastic nubs that are about that are two inches yeah. long. It was just that was anchored in, and then screws were anchored into the back of the of the box. So it got hit by a case, which had never happened before, and got sheared off the wall. And we had to take it down, and we didn't have a clock on one side of the stage for a while. So finally, we got some time. We we're going to put the wall, the the clock back up, and our plan was to put nice big mollies with toggle bolts on the end to really fucking hold that fucker in well the wall the stage wall is like nine layers of inch thick uh sheetrock and then a metal stud a, a metal sh a sheet metal wall and on the other side is another seven layers of sheetrock we found out later we thought there was a gap in there there's not so we're drilling into this it's all just solid this just like fucking rock solid amount of sheetrock because it's a fire break it's a it's a break in the it's a firewall and just going yeah. and going and going and then we'd hit the steel of the wall and just fucking come to a dead stop and pull that bit out with all the dust and it was like well, um, I don't think we're going to be able to put toggles in this, which explained to us then why some idiot had put in shitty hollow wall anchors, um, because that's really all you can use, uh, because you can't like lag into it because it, the gypsum will just break apart and then you'll be in the exact same situation. But now you'll have big sharp bolts sticking out of the back of your thing. Um, yeah. Good times. But that's why I bought that drill bit. And I used it for a couple more things where... Uh, like I had a, I was doing a cable pass through and I just, it was one cable to go through one wall and, uh, you know, you, you have access to both sides of the wall, but it's hard to be like, I'm going to measure from this corner and I measure from this corner and like try and get these holes to line up. So instead you just get your big 16 inch long drill bit and just fucking blast through one wall and come out the other. Yeah. Or that time you date a chick that can't be satisfied easily, so you get yours and then you just turn that thing on her, spin her around. It's uh, gross. Like a doll on a record player. Yeah. Well, uh, All right, that's my issue. Here, I've got a, I've got an issue this week, and it's it's kind of like tangentially related to last week's issue, but uh, we'll give it. Well, here we go. Here's what I don't get. In indigenous people. Um, oh. Um, as in you, you wish to come in and, and just wipe them all out? Yeah. So people talk about what a terrible racist country America is. But um, all fucking day on Thursday on the internet, we had to hear about what terrible white people are, how terrible white people are, and how, 
uh, Native Americans don't celebrate Thanksgiving. They celebrate on Thanksgiving because white men came here and stole all their land. And I was just like, I was, I was looking at all this shit and I was like, in what fucking world, in what fucking world do you live in where white people come in and win a war? We, I mean, we, you lost, you lost the battle. Indigenous people, you lost. Maybe if you had been a little bit better organized and had more of like a fucking head on your shoulders instead of praying to the great white spear or whatever other bullshit you had going on and just giving shit and trading for beads, you wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> you were living in the fucking Stone Age, okay? You were living in the fucking Stone Age long after everyone else had come into the fucking industrial, nearly the industrial revolution. So shut the fuck up. But in what world, in what other world does a conquered people get to just bitch and moan for hundreds of years about how terrible their conquerors are? And then their conquerors, like, imagine this, right? Imagine a parallel world where Germany wins World War II. And okay. they, they, have, they have all their, they control all of Europe. They, that's theirs. They all Russia retreats behind the Ural Mountains. They have everything in Europe. They own they own most of Africa. They've got a a peace brokered in the Middle East with the Iranians. Uh, America's over here. We had the shit kicked out of us. They're not going to come invade, but they're they're just letting us lick our wounds. I mean, they could. They could. Yeah. Do do you think that they're going to be letting the fucking French people celebrate the French Independence Day? No. No. Because you lost. They'd be like, how about you shut that shit right up? Yeah. You fucking lost. You lost. When you lose, you don't get to have a say in shit anymore. But here, but here in America, we're such a racist nation that we all got to fucking apologize for having a meal with our goddamn families. Oh, God forbid you have, because fucking four, three, four hundred years ago, three, uh, there were Native Americans living here and us with superior technology defeated them. And conquered the plains. You don't fucking see. You don't have in China. The Mongols are aren't like. There's not a Mongols Appreciation Day where they're like, oh yeah, uh, sorry for um, pushing you guys back down after the after Genghis Khan died and reestablishing <laughs> our Chinese dynasties. No, fuck off. I'm, maybe no. they do in Australia because Australia is a hugely cuck nation. But it's just, and uh, Canada does it. Canada's all about the fir First Peoples Day and all that first, shit. First Nations, yeah. You lost. You lost. F uh, it, 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 I don't, like, if it weren't for us, you wouldn't have fucking running water, okay? On your little fucking reservations with your fucking Indian casinos. So just shut the fuck up, all right? It's been hundreds of years. Get bent. Like how long? How long do we need to hold on to the sins of the father for this shit? Because that's that's what life is quickly becoming. It's quickly becoming yeah. like if you've got such a fucking problem with how terrible we treated the Native Americans, decades and decades before you were born, generations before you were born, <clears throat> fucking get on a boat and float your ass back to Europe. Well, the thing was, and it wasn't even like we came in and just started capping people either. It was they showed up. Uh, they bartered for 
portion of land. And then the tribes are kind of like, um, more and more of these pale face people keep showing up. Uh, we got to do something about this. Next thing you know, you got a tree with the word Croatan carved in it because, uh, you know, a village gets wiped out. Are you talking about Roanoke? And now, yeah. That's not what happened at yeah. Roanoke. They weren't wiped out. Was it not? Was it not? I don't know. That was the only thing we ever heard when we were kids is uh, they the whole village disappeared and they, all they found was a tree with the word Croatan carved in it. Yeah, but they found... They that... Uh, so, the, the, I think the current theory is that uh, they probably had a really bad hurricane or something came in and decimated their crop and so the white people went and lived with the Indians and then just became acculturated with the Indians because they were pale-skinned Indian kids uh, that were... Oh, well... Yeah. But any in, in oh. any case, I mean, but we fought. There, were, there were still that was one case. There were plenty of others where shit just went bad, and and white people were like, um, hey, like we, you know, here come here come the Indians and they're all painted up. What's wrong? What's what's going on? Let's go out and say, hey, bam, everyone's dead. So, and the, the tribes also did that shit to each other constantly. Yeah, that, right. That's the like, thing is that we people we create this narrative of the like noble savage. Where they lived, they lived with the land, and they used one hundred percent of the buffalo, and everything was peace. Like, no, they just didn't write their fucking terrible history down like we did. Yeah, that's the only in, like, difference. Like there was, even if you watch like, um, oh, what's that fucking liberal movie with Kevin Costner in it? Um, Apocalypto. No, that's not it. I no, no, no. Uh, the the one where I'm, I'm always thinking of the damn name. Yes, that one. Fucking, I love that movie, by the way. But um, even he, like, even that movie points out, like, uh, yeah, the tribes were, like, raping the shit out of each other all the time. So it's not like we came in and we were like, oh, look, we came into their drum circle and just started mowing people down. Well, yeah, yeah, we would team up. They would team up. They'd be like, hey, um, these guys over here are real shitbags. So if we, like, go destroy them with your superior technology, we'll split the land that they own. And then we would go team up with some Indian natives and fucking burn down their villages. And they'd be like, all right. And then it just like, it happened to them too, because they fucking didn't have any organizational or government. Uh, yeah. we talked about saying the, like they jerk themselves off silly about the five civilized tribes, but there were hundreds of Indian nations across the country. The five civilized tribes were the exception to the rule. And most of them only like, came up with the writing and their constitution and all this shit. Like the Cherokee are the only ones that had a fucking constitution prior to the the trail of tears. And they only came up with that shit to try and be like, Oh, we need to put ourselves on equal footing with the white man. You lost, you lost the war. And yet now generations later, we still got to fucking listen to you bitch and moan. And it's not that we have to listen to the indigenous people bitch and moan. We have to listen to white people bitch and moan about how terrible their well, ancestors were. Well, that's what I was were. getting ready to say, because Aunt Buck is, uh, I believe she's Cherokee, um, at least partially, right? Like, she's got some some percentage of, of Cherokee blood in her uh, from uh, both sides of her family. Matter of fact, her great-grandfather, I think, might have been full-blooded something, because I've seen pictures of the guy, and he's like, he's just a straight-up engine, right? Yeah. So, um, and so that means, like, my wife, my kids are part native american i don't i don't know that i have any in me at all i'm not sure but either way like most people with native american blood are kind of like well you know what um was there maybe some injustice sure but you know what like it was so long ago and obviously our bloodline survived um 
the pastor of my church is is Native American. Like he grew up on a reservation, except he looked too white, and so he got picked on by the by the dark skinned Native American kids, and he got shoved, stuffed in a closet and, and didn't learn to read until he was an adult because of of wow oh white people bad white people bad so he didn't look Native American enough so they stuffed literally the teacher stuffed him in a closet when he was at school so he couldn't learn anything. So, bitch, to give me, and, and you got all these white liberal women named Karen with their fucking headshot haircuts who come up and want to speak to the manager of life because they feel guilty because they were told that your your great 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 granddad did something bad and they felt, oh I have to I have to atone for the sins of my fathers and they just turn on everybody and it becomes this giant fucking mess of virtue signaling not me i'm one of the good ones guess what happens if you go up to a, minor, a person of a minority and say you're one of the good ones they'll punch you, know, you. get you called they get that gets you called fucking racist in a heartbeat go up to a black person if you're white and be like don't worry man i like you you're one of the good ones you're going to get shanked <laughs> because he's not one of the good ones they're they're just people people are just individuals the, so stop virtue signaling about it. The things about like, oh, we got to change the name of the Redskins uh, to now the Washington football team. How fucking catchy is that? Because because you get these race grifters that I was got into an argument on Twitter this week with this guy who's saying that, you know, Donald Trump's racist. Like, well, how is he racist? He's racist because he called Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas. It's like, well, Elizabeth no, Warren's that's not, not racism. a Native that's American. That's being funny. Uh, so you you have a problem with Donald Trump making fun of a woman for faking being a Native American for decades and yeah. stealing money from actual Native Americans for her education and using her fake racial heritage to make political to points. mercilessly mock her, yes. No problem with that at all. But the fact that he calls her and he's like, well, here's here's the thing where these Indian leaders said that it was a big problem. And it's like, you go look at the, the names... It's a guy who was like a the head of the the Indian Indian Nation Alliance Coalition, which then you Google it and they have the fucking oldest POS website I've ever seen. Like this is a guy who this is what he does. He just makes up fucking shit that people are pissed off about and then rakes in money. This that's not yeah. nobody actually nobody no actual Native American is sitting there and being like he's calling her Pocahontas. I can't fucking believe this. <laughs> no, no, it's just these people that make money by by ginning up support through making up bullshit. And and the guy was like, the guy was being so pedantic. He's like, no, uh, she didn't steal that money. Uh, stealing requires intent. Like she absolutely what stole that intent money. Was there not? That's not what stealing <laughs> means. And he was just being a pedantic pedantic fuck about it. Uh, and like, you won't admit that Donald Trump's racist, like, because he's not racist. No one called him racist until he ran as a Republican, you fucking insincere. Oh, it makes me so. Elizabeth uh, Warren. I got to do this more often, man. Stole money from poor Indian American students in Oklahoma to get her fucking education degree. Then she married into a very rich and wealthy family and took that money and flew her ass to fucking Boston. Elizabeth Warren is from here. Did you know that? You sure you want to admit that? Yeah. Well, you you really can't tell, right? Because she's done everything she can to bury every amount of that, other than pretending that she's a Native American. That's uh, and and they were like, oh, she's gonna, and then she screwed over Bernie anyway. Yeah. 
She's a huge uh, bitch. I, I just, she needs to buy a swing with some of that money. Buy a swing from a gal at Lowe's. The, the, the sins of the father are just a, it's in a ridiculous litmus test to try and have to pass. There is no other place in the world where a defeated people are allowed to create their own nation within your within a country's borders and then uh, let allowed to just run their fucking mouth and make us feel bad. If I could go back in time to Andrew Jackson, I'd be like, don't do the trail of tears, man. Just fucking wipe them out. Just fucking wipe them if out. If I could turn back time. Make them shut the fuck up and then fucking march through the West. And and they bit, they're like, oh, they, they stole all the Native American land, right? Um, and someone, someone, I think it was Dick posted this image where it was, it was, uh, all the land that belonged to natives in, you know, a hundred years ago. And then like what belongs to them now. And it's almost nothing. But then you look at the land that used to belong to natives. And then you look at a map of land owned by the federal government. And there's a lot of fucking overlap there. So if it's yeah. really such a big problem, why don't you give that land back? The, the we lionize, we lionize this idea that they were, that they lived in like total peace. They lived in uh, Rousseau's state of nature where everything was plentiful and yada, yada, yada. And then like they weren't. They were running the buffalo to extinction, the the tribes that hunted the buffalo. They were constantly warring between one another. Uh, they just don't didn't have a written, they didn't have a fucking written language. So they didn't have a history. Like we only know, them- we only know what happened in 2000, 2000, two, when it was I think our oldest recorded history is is Sumeria, which is like four thousand BC or something like that, somewhere around there, yeah. And and that is all we only know like very very small bits and pieces because it was the beginning of the Bronze Age and it was the beginning of having written history and having artifacts that could be preserved that stayed preserved for hundreds of years uh, with yeah. with metals. We don't know anything about so, before that because there's no written history. The the Americas were were trapped in the Stone Age. Like the South America was a little different with the Aztecs and the Incas, uh, and as far as they had the ability to craft metal, they were they were in the early parts of their Bronze Age and the Iron Age. But in North America, smoking. they were fucking using stone tools and sticks. They were yeah. as 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 hunter gatherers. Yeah, you know, they they did do some amount of farming, um, but eventually you just you just lose, like you lose, and it's you got to move on. We brought you we brought you uh, civilization. You're welcome. Cry more. Yeah. That's like uh, Columbus Day. Everyone gets so upset about Columbus Day because of oh, he went in and took he went in South America and just started laying waste to all the 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 natives there. And or, then you actually look, and these people were actually kind of horrible. Like they were like like human sacrifice was a very very common thing. <laughs> the it's like um, we do the same thing with Africa, where we pretend that that Africa is. Uh, like the cradle of civilization and all this shit, and again the idea I mean, of may the, have been the no, noble savage, and we stole we stole the black people from Africa and took them to to the United States to be slaves. But like they fucking sold each other, 
They figured out there was there was there were gains to be had, so they would go like, "Oh yeah, here we conquered this tribe, and uh, you can have all these people. We don't like them. We don't want them anymore." Uh, yeah, and and then when everyone would say, "Oh, let's just uh, you know, let's go back to Africa," and what would happen is they would take a boat to one place in like Senegal, I think it was, and never make it back to whatever country they were from because they didn't know the geography. They didn't know even how to get back to their own tribe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's dicked up time to, time to just like, kind of let it go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that people that weren't my ancestors, cause we didn't fucking immigrate here until after the civil war did terrible things to you. Uh, it's not yeah. my, not my problem. I didn't do it to you. I'm not racist. I mean, I know you're not, but even who cares if you are like, yeah, I, I don't say like, I, it's not that I defend racism, but people act like someone who is racist is the, is the, like just the worst possible thing ever. Like there are plenty of people that people who aren't racist don't like based on other prejudices. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, what about, uh, Protestants and Catholics who don't get along? What about fucking Chinese people and black people? That was the most shocking thing to me watching the Karate Kid with Jaden Smith. I was like, the Chinese government allowed a black kid to be the star of this movie? Yeah. Uh, but apparently there was a scene where him and the little girl who's... this yeah, The other fucking weird thing. So the original Karate Kid is about... Uh, I think they're like 17... No, uh, Ralph Macchio is supposed to be 16 years old in the Karate Kid. So I guess that would make right. him like a sophomore in high school. Something like that. Um. No, that doesn't make any sense because in the Karate Kid 3, he's about to go to college. Anyway. Yeah, this, Maybe they happened real fast. I don't know. Uh, any, in any case, um, the but it's about teenagers, right? And there's a love story that's in there with him and Elizabeth Shue. Uh, and you you get that because they're teenagers. But in, in uh, the remake, Jaden Smith is like 10 years old. So yeah. it's kind of pedophile to want a romance in there but i guess there was a scene where him and the little girl that he love interest for lack of a better term they 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 kiss and they cut that out of the movie probably because the chinese censors are like whoa 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 we can't have black people kissing asian people that's why finn is not allowed to be the star of the later star wars movies because we're, we're making those movies for china and they don't like they don't like black people but uh, they're they're gonna lecture us on the fucking human rights council. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all about making white people look bad, so we turn against ourselves and we don't vote in a unified block because if we ever did, we would vote out uh, the bad people. Well, at least we'd try to. Yeah, we're watching that play out right now. I think. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Well, that brings us to the I guess middle it's time of our for news. Ep- what? I guess it's time for news. Yeah, it brings us a Miller episode, which means time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, uh, Buck, I've got three news stories for you here today. And here's our first one. Study- let's go for it. What? So let's go for it. Study links mindfulness medit- and meditation to narcissism and spiritual superiority. <laughs> you know... Uh, 
a long time ago, I got added to a group by people who were poking fun at the group called The Event Is Happening. Have you ever heard of this thing, The Event? No. It's where a bunch of people, it's a bunch of uh, of overprivileged white housewives who believe in um, astrology and crystals and new ageism believe that the earth is going to transition from being 3D into 5D. And I said, no, 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 you're mistaken. That's from 3G to 5G. That's your phone. But anyway, um, and this, <laughs> like the a bunch of people just raided this group and would start posting stuff that was like the pseudo bullshit, and then like see how many people would latch onto it because you can just make it up like with a generator, right? Um, yeah. You can just ad lib, mad lib your way through it, and the amount of absolute twaddle that comes out of these women who take themselves as so important. Oh, the divine feminine, the blah, 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 the mindfulness, open your third eye, the spiritual awakening. And you can just tell like they eat vegan because their husband allows them to eat vegan because he has a job that makes six figures and they can afford it. And they like shop at whole. I mean, you just the whole thing. Like you can tell they drive their SUV to go on their hikes and burn sage or so whatever. So they can take a it's, picture of themselves. They they wear like really expensive designer shoes up to the, the ledge so that they can then take their shoes off and take a photo of themselves standing and like doing yoga on that hanging rock in North Carolina. You ever go out to hanging yeah. rock? No, um, hanging rock? No, I've been to blowing rock. Uh, there, I went to hanging rock when I was living out there and it was just like a fucking line of white women taking pictures of themselves like near the edge and like leaning and doing fucking yoga poses. It was, it, it, the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. Cause it's me, insufferable. Because me, a man, right? Like I walk out there and I just like walk out and I'm like, well, that's a really pretty view. And you turn around, you walk right, All right back. And, and I just turn, yeah, pose. exactly. Just walk right back out of the woods. No one gives a shit. Anyway, back to this news story. A new study has found that popular forms of spiritual training, such as mindfulness, meditation, and energy healing, correlate with both narcissism and spiritual superiority. An implicit feature of spiritual training is that it allows its adherents to distance themselves from their egos and thereby from such things as the need for social approval or success. By encouraging self-compassion and non-judgmental self-acceptance, spiritual training should presumably make people less concerned with such things. But, as a new paper explains, spiritual training may have the opposite effect. Namely, spiritual training might in fact enhance people's need to feel more successful and more respected or more loved. Uh, no previous studies had specifically examined this topic, but um, in their new paper, An Exploration of the Spiritual Superiority, the Paradox of Self-Enhancement, the authors developed a new measure by which they call spiritual superiority. It measures whether people feel superior to those who lack the wisdom they ascribe to themselves. <laughs> um, they also created three scales that they hypothesized would correlate with spiritual superiority. The first scale, spiritual guidance, related to how much people try to help others the same way and the same wisdom they have acquired. It includes statements such as, I help others whenever possible on their path to greater wisdom and insight. I gladly help others acquire my insights too. And I am patient with others because I understand it takes time to gain the insights that I gained in my life and education. The second one, uh, supernatural overconfidence, uh, it encompasses self-ascribed abilities in the paranormal domain, like I can send positive energy to others from a distance. I can get in touch with people who are deceased and I can influence the world <laughs> around me with my thoughts. 
A third scale. Getting in touch with deceased people is called necromancy, and it's generally frowned upon. No, it's it's just it's just white women. Uh, it's just smug superiority of white women. That's what the, that's what all this is. The third scale, a spiritual contingency of self worth. Self worth measures how much a person's self esteem is derived from their spirituality. Sample statements include: My faith in myself increases when I acquire more spiritual wisdom, and when I gain new spiritual insights, this increases my self worth. In the three studies, the researchers found that their scale of spiritual superiority is a valid instrument. Moreover, it correlates significantly with three other with the three other scales. It also correlates significantly with narcissism, self-esteem, and other psychological vari- variables. It also correlates to varying, varying degrees with diverse forms of spiritual training. So, essentially, by being like, who would have who would, could have possibly guessed that being a smug, self-righteous prick about your newfound spiritual beliefs would make you a sp- smug, self-centered prick. Yeah. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me, let me toss this out to you. There's something else about these people that I find utterly fascinating and it's their gullibility. You can take someone who is in this discovery stage of new ageism yeah. and really, you can just really twist them up if you want to. And so I had this idea when I got added to that group because I, um, I was at the time I was watching all sorts of documentaries and stuff. And I just wanted to find out, not that I believed any of it, but I wanted to find out the, 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 the specifics of their theology, quote unquote, the science behind the pseudoscience behind it, whatever. And I knew it had a lot to do with like vibration and dimensional entities and blot and whatnot. And so I was like, I wonder if I could find some way to bilk these people for tons of money. So here's what I devised. I never did build it because I never could get anyone. Secret? No, 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 no. This was going to be, uh, it was, it was also my love of Ghostbusters, right? So I was going to build a device that took a crystal and somehow I, I it, it, follow me here, claimed that this crystal could then be used to, uh, modify sound waves, uh, like, uh, whatever frequency uh-huh. and you just turn this thing on in your home. It's basically like a little noisemaker and you turn this thing on in your home uh, or maybe like electromagnetic frequency or something, but either you turn this thing on and it would purge your home of, of evil entities because it was a, uh, like whatever frequency corresponded to, uh, emotions that these beings couldn't be around like love or something. Uh-huh. And I could never get anyone to tell me what frequency corresponded to these emotions because you're like, Hey, what frequency? Well, it's a, that's a very high frequency. You've got to raise your vibration. I'm like, yeah, but what vibrational frequency? And I explained the device. I was like, I'm going to use this crystal to amplify this signal uh, with whatever color or whatever light wave, whatever. And then I'm going to put out this pulse that is going to cleanse your home. And I just need to know what frequency. And no one could give me a fucking answer. I was going to do it. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. It was all bullshit. But I was going to make a killing because the minute you give somebody, you give a soccer mom one of these things and they turn it on in their home, the uh, the placebo effect will kick in and they'll just convince themselves that they feel better. The same thing with those, um, I'm sure you've seen them, the little pest repellers that are supposed to make a ultrasonic noise that the pest can't stand and they take off. Yeah. And you plug it in the wall and like mice will just walk right up to the goddamn thing and like fuck it. Yeah. So um, many people... And many women, I should say, in my life have just sworn by those things and they demonstrably don't work. Like you can like 
put bait in front of one and then come back later and show them the mouse turds in front of it. The thing's on full blast. Like, yep, uh, turns out it doesn't work at all, but they will still swear by it. And the same thing with this. I was going to build this little device. It's going to put out this electromagnetic frequency in your house or this sound wave frequency that doesn't bother your ears. And it's going to ward off all the, all the boogeymen. And I would have made a, 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 what the, I would have made the biggest number of money yeah. off that. So, but I, yeah. So, uh, what I have, I, there's actually a thing that exists like that. You take a piece of quartz and you run power through it and it vibrates 32,768 times each second. And uh, that will give you all the power that you need. You know what that does? Probably nothing. Power's a watch. Uh huh. There you go. Yeah. Just make, you just make yeah. a clock. Everyone's got one in their house. But you just, you just make it. Where it's like there's the piece of quartz that's on there, and you got really um, I'm trying to think of how well, I would I make this do. device. I would just glue a piece of quartz to a to a panel, and there would be wires that ran out of it, and then I would make the gears do something uh, so that it was like turning turning a a pinwheel or something, so that it appeared that there was there was motion happening, but it would just be a clock mechanism. Like yeah, yeah, yeah we're, it vibrates this. You can feel it if you touch it. You can feel it pulsating. Well, no. So, so what I wanted to do was I wanted to make it modular, right? So that I could change out, I could have a bunch of different types of crystals available. So I could say like, oh, if you want to ward off the 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 uh, lower dimensional, the fourth dimensional entities, uh, which is basically hell, you can put on this this crystal and it'll ward them off. If you want to uh, do some other bullshit thing that isn't doesn't exist, put this crystal in. And have a whole, that way you're, you're also like the essential oils kind of thing. You're just selling a bunch of bullshit that doesn't work, but you're selling it in different varieties. Yeah. And like, oh, I guess your crystal finally, uh, finally wore out. You used up all the energy. So buy another one. Yeah. But I wanted it to be a thing where it technically did what it says it was going to do. Like it would filter an electrical charge through it and then put that out somehow. That wasn't going to be the hard part. If it, I wanted to actually do that. It vibrates on a wavelength, on a, on a high wavelength, 32,000 hurts yeah but like instead of quartz like you know have like i don't know also something else yeah topaz or bolt well, you just uh, you just glue a different crystal to the face and then they have to buy the whole mechanism multiple times no no, no i was gonna i was gonna make it interchangeable i was gonna make my money on uh, the, anyway. uh, the 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 little modules but anyway it, it didn't pan out we got our, our next news story here. Buck, uh, did you know that dinosaurs were doing well and could have continued to dominate planet Earth if they had not been wiped out by an asteroid? Okay. Uh, new research fa- figured that out. If it hadn't been for the asteroid, they'd still be here. This is you the dumbest the fucking news story I've ever read. The ecosystem that had been in place for millions of years, doing just fine... Uh, and was suddenly stopped by an outside event might have continued going on for millions of years if it hadn't been stopped by that outside event. Yeah, yeah. That's like inertia, essentially. That's like saying, yeah, this guy was, uh, he, he would have made it across the street fine if it weren't for the bus that hit him. Like, <laughs> no fucking duh. Yeah. I, <laughs> this is Your new research. research. Money, it Who's paying for this research? You are. That's probably tax money you have. Fucking like. deep. <laughs> For, fortunately, this research was this research was done in the United Kingdom. But like Jesus fucking Christ, like talk about reporting the obvious. Oh man, uh, I don't need to read any more of that news story because it's fucking stupid. That is. Of really course, stupid. they would have kept going. <laughs> 
It's fucking, what is it? Newton's second law, an object in motion will stay at motion unless acted upon by an outside force. That's what I just said a minute ago. It's the inertia, yeah. Uh, fucking, uh. yeah, our economy would have been totally fine this year if we hadn't just fucking closed everything for no good goddamn reason in March. <laughs> no fucking yeah. way! Look at Trump's economy. Look how he failed. Really? No, no, nothing else uh, could have happened there that influenced that at all. Nothing like a Chinese election year virus. No, it wasn't the virus. It was the reaction to the virus. But I'm, you know what I'm saying, though? It was all of a sudden you got crooks like Dr. Fauci saying, we got to shut it down. It's like that game Pandemic. We're all Madagascar. Shut it down. I, uh, I really want to really do what they, you know what the Roman soldiers did to deserters? Murdered them? No. They did something even better. And this is what I think we should do to, to Anthony Fauci. If you deserted the Roman army, they would skin you alive, roll your now skinless body in salt, and then tell you you could go home. And you just have well, to start walking. That would eventually kill you, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it would. But it'd be horrifically plain, painful beforehand. So... My yeah. thought is we skin him alive, we roll him around in salt in Washington, D.C., and then we tell him he can, if he walks to California, we'll give him medical treatment. Start walking. Start walking, you little fucking elf. Anyway, uh, our last news story this week, negative reviews for scented candles rise along with the Chinese election year virus cases. Uh, someone did, Because it ruins your sense of smell? Yeah, because people have no sense of smell, so the, there's... <laughs> There's a huge spike of negative reviews on Amazon for unscented and for scented candles that is not that is not happening to unscented candles because people are saying this candle doesn't smell like anything, which is because really, I lost really funny. My sense of smell. Uh, it would which is proof great. that everybody's already fucking had it. Yeah. The the if if this if this somehow killed Bed Bath and Beyond Yankee Candle and scented candles in general, it would be totally worth it. How do you feel about scented candles, Buck? You've got a wife. I'm going to be honest. I They've grown on me. Um, so here's the thing. We actually have a wax warmer because she's a big fan of owls for whatever reason. Yeah. And so she's got this owl-shaped wax warmer, which is like a, like a ceramic owl with a light bulb inside of it. And a little dish you put on top with a cube of scented wax and it warms it up. And it look, because um, we put in, we don't put in frou-frou smells. We put in like, like pine forest, yeah, balsam fir, like stuff that smells like a, stuff that a man can also enjoy. It's not like uh, uh, caramel, vanilla, petrichor, pumpkin spice, passion, passion, spice, fruit, flower. Love, hug, kiss. Like it's just not. It's not one of those things. It's which I talked about in the uh, the basic bitch episodes. Yeah. No, it's it's stuff like like it smells like a tree. It smells like um, a different tree. It smells like a bunch of trees together, and that's all I will let her put in there. Occasionally, I will let her put in one that smells like a dessert. It smells like pie, and then I also then take that right out whenever. It, I'm done smelling pie and put back in a tree. See, to me, I hate this. I hate scented candles because uh, it's like, oh, it kind of smells. It kind of smells in here. Let me now. It smells like trees and bo. Like oh, well, we. I mean, rather than just like we clean, also clean our house. Let's light a candle. That'll fix it. Yeah, no, I, I, I see your point there. No, we keep a clean house, 
So um, we don't have the the stinky house smell. Now, what the candle does uh, compete with is the smell of the fireplace. Yeah. Because we burn real wood in our fireplace, and there's a, you know, there's just kind of a fireplace smell that yeah permeates that the even house. If it, yeah, and even if you haven't used it in a long time, like it kind of lingers j- about two feet above floor level, and our our house is split level. So as you're coming in the front door, as you walk up, you kind of pass through this the, this aroma line for about four inches, and then when you get above it, you don't smell it anymore. It's very weird. Uh, I, but I don't care for scented candles. I have no use for them whenever I, so I'll get, they make those things where it's like, I don't know what it is. It's gel inside a little cone. You know what I'm talking about? And you open the cone up yes, to expose it to air and it yeah. like evaporates away somehow. I'll buy those. And I used to, when it was really convenient, uh, it's not convenient in this house, but I used to put them in the intake for the, uh, a- AC unit. So the air yeah. would like blow through that and but it would it would disperse inside the vent so you didn't get like a super strong whiff of it and I'd always get that it was like just a fresh a fresh scent a fresh breeze like or something like that yeah nothing that was like that was overpowering but just enough to to like make the air smell nice when you walked in but it would, it would disperse inside the vent so you would just get like a very very slight whiff of it and it was great no candle required uh, anyway yeah well, uh, well, I mean, and candles are one thing. I like the wax warmer a little bit better because there's not the fire risk. But it is what it is. Yeah. Well, this has been. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week. But you know what it doesn't take care of? All the uh, gel smelly things you're going to buy to put in your vents now. Yes. I need to buy lots of candles because I'm a white woman. And if you want to help me become a white woman, you can visit us at pa- transition fund. <laughs> <laughs> you visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there we have five tiers. We have our one buck tier, which gets early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. I did a solo one this month. We have our two-buck tier. We throw the random bits and bobs like before and after, uh, talking about when we talk about Star Trek. We also have our $5 tier where we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. And in the moment, month of November, Uncle Buck was the special guest host for this month's uh, bonus episode. Had a lot of fun doing that. We did. That was a great episode. And then we we have some some good rants. $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch and record a feature-length commentary. Uh, the December Battle Royale movie voting is a, is open. You uh, Every movie that has been submitted throughout the year has a second shot at redemption if it wasn't vetoed in a prior month. And uh, we, I think we started out with like 31 movies, and I think we're down to like 15 now. The voting's open. Mm. It's a ranked choice voting. So you give you you give your number one pick for this a thousand points. Uh, it's a it's a tiered system of voting. So every every place is more is a exponentially more than the one before it. So the first place vote gets a thousand points. The last place vote gets one point. And uh, you go in there, go vote, go decide what we're going to watch for December. And uh, I'm really excited to see what happens. The The voting is there are clear winners right now. There are clear losers, but that can change at literally any time, as we found out in the past. So uh, Literally any time. 
Anyway, then we also have our $50 tier, our spite producer tier, where you get a say in the show. You can demand we try and get certain guests. You can demand we do certain issues. You can demand your own personal bonus episode that nobody else gets to hear but $50 tier subscribers. Whoa. You really get a special uh, hand in the show to help guide it because you have some skin in the game. Uh, A couple months ago, we did a special Fifty dollars tier only movie commentary of Surf Ninjas, which was great. It was a great movie, and uh, so you'll have to subscribe to the fifty dollars tier to hear that movie commentary if you ever want to. Um, and as a bonus, that also includes material from me if you want on the fifty dollars yeah, tier. We'll hit Buck up for you some can- for something if you want something from him. So anyway, thank you to everybody who supports the show uh, financially. Thank you to everybody who listens to the show. I get, went on a long, heartfelt screed in this month's mini-sode about how important it is to me. Not just that you the, – the money is great, but uh, it's also really, really uh, makes, makes a man feel good to know that his voice is heard and you help yes. make a person feel like he is not – uh, screaming into the ether for no one to hear. So uh, thank you to yeah. everybody who supports the show. Yeah. Oh, man. It is. That's that's the primary reason for doing a show like this is to, to say what's really on your heart and to know that somebody, somebody's going to hear it and be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Every so often um, I'll go off on a rant and then I'll get talking to somebody and or I'll get a message on discord or Twitter or whatever. And someone will say like, Hey, I really liked your rant about this. You know, you really, you really like said something that, that made me feel something. And I'm like, man, that is the best feeling in the world. You know, gray Bush uh, messaged me a few months, a few months ago. I don't remember what it was. And, uh, and he said like your ones and zeros rant was fucking spot on it. That is, I wish I wish more people thought like that, and uh, you know, it it made it even more real to me to know that people listen and people understand, uh, and not everyone out there is just like a fucking blithering robot who walks around completely oblivious to like what the world is. Uh, I, yeah. I I tweeted earlier this week. I said, in the world of the blind, the one ma- the one eyed man is a liability who must be blinded or killed to maintain. Uh, conformity and control because that's, that's exactly right that's where we are now so anyway buck what is your second issue this week all right here's what i don't get what do you want for your birthday or what do you want for christmas some goddamn peace and quiet well you, but you can't say that to your children at least i can't not with that kind of language <laughs> You can damage you can damage your children's psychology really easily. You just grab no. them by the head. You grab them by the head, and, and then you just pull their face right next to your face, and you go, some goddamn peace and quiet. And then you just set them back down, and like nothing happened. And <laughs> Yeah, no, I get asked this all the time. So Aunt Buck and I have been together for a long time. A long time. And what has happened is, over the years, I've lost interest in other things. My new interests are stuff that I like are too technical to, to tell her, like, here's what I want to get. Uh, order me this, uh, very specific module with this feature, this feature, this feature, this feature from Amazon. And, uh, and it'll arrive tomorrow weeks before my birthday. And I'm going to, I don't want to wait that long. So just give it to me now. Just give it to me now. You know what? I'll just go ahead and order. Yeah. Um, I don't care about getting movies. I, 
people might give me a video game, but there's not many video games I'm interested in. There's just not much that I really want that other people can easily give to me that's affordable. Like I could tell people, you know what? I'd like to get one of those, uh, those, um, uh, Marshall DSL 20 micro heads. Those are pretty cool. And they're like, Oh, how much is that? Oh, it's only about 800 bucks. <laughs> well, never mind then. How about, uh, how about a uh, funny tie? Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Work Cause too. I wear ties all the time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Clearly, clearly I wear ties. <laughs> a guy who cannot stand having something around his neck. Sure. Give me a tie. Another pair of funny socks that say something about being a good dad. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, yeah, they don't really make sock, the kind of socks that I wear anymore. So it, uh, it goes with it all is. of my socks that are in this drawer that are the exact same brand and style so that I never have to go and find matches. I just pull them out of the laundry basket and match them. Yeah. yeah. I'd love another yeah. set of socks that don't, that don't look just like that. Hey, a pair of pants that would have fit me two or three months ago. I love when you bought them. I love um, that. I think that's the that's I don't remember if it was this show or if it was another show but that brought in uh, giving gifts to men. Like, yeah, there's just if I need something, I just go buy it because I'm an adult yeah. man. Well, and that's the thing, like anything that I want to buy is because it's either a tool that I need around the house and those are expensive like, uh, what, do you, what do you want for Christmas? I could really use a drill press. Oh, well, how much is one of those? <laughs> a lot. Uh, well, let's, go to home, let's go to Home Depot. Uh, I think they're probably in the $300 range. Yeah, for the, uh, for for the cheap, cheap ones. One, for like a Delta one. Yeah, so. Um, well, what else would you like? Um, I could use a table saw. Well, how much are those? Uh, they're, they're about two or 300 bucks. Oh, okay. Uh, what else could you use? How about a shop vac? How much is one of those? At least 100 for a good one. For a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what else would you like? How about some? Uh, I could. I could use a pallet of lumber. How, about a, how much uh, is that? About a thousand bucks. How about uh? uh how about some pencils. Can we meet at a pencils? Like, yeah. You know what? I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. You mean the thing that I already have, and I'm just going to sharpen to a razor sharp point, and then gouge in someone's eyes when they keep up. anyway. So, or like I was working on Ian's proton pack, and I'm working on mine now. Uh, what what would you like? Um, I could use this pack of Arduino's. Okay, well, your birthday's about a month away. Would you like that for your birthday? No, I want them like tomorrow because that's what Amazon does. Yeah, the next day, next day delivery. They're they're Chinese. They cost about ten dollars for a pack of seventeen, and um, I have them tomorrow. And uh, I'm also I'm going to tack on another two dollars and get some one uh, K resistors, a roll of them about as long as my arm, and. Um, Let's see. I could use this unit over here, this unit over here, this unit over here, and about four of these. That's going to bring my total to about $20, and uh, it'll be here tomorrow. How much are we looking to spend for my birthday? Oh, maybe 100 Good. So here's about 80 more things that you can order that I want not a month from now, but right now because I'm working on something, and I'm not going to put this project off for a month. Yeah. Well, what about a video game? Do you want a video game? No. No. Why? Why don't you want a video game? Because there are none out right now that I want to play. I don't give a shit about Weeaboo games on the Switch. I just don't. I've got Doom. That's the only game I've bought this year, and I've enjoyed it, but I've played it. Would you like the DLC? Not really. <laughs> I've already got the soundtrack. Why do I need... I've, I can listen to the soundtrack on YouTube, which honestly is the best part of Doom Eternal right now, is the soundtrack. Yeah. So I don't really... You know, I can listen to that on YouTube. God, that's a fucking great soundtrack, by the way. I, I don't know. Anyway, that's that's a different topic, but it's like, I don't need it. I don't need it. Well, what about, uh, are there any games coming out later, maybe around Christmas that you're going to want to buy? I don't know, because Nintendo won't fucking talk about what games.
games they're releasing until they're ready to release. So the I don't know. The thing to me, the other thing about the what do you want for Christmas, what do you want for your birthday, uh, that drives me nuts is when you're like, I want this one specific thing. And then and then and they get something else. You just don't get it. Yeah. Like many years ago, 2012, I guess, Christmas 2012. There's only one thing that I wanted for Christmas. It was the Dark Knight trilogy box set that came with the book about the making of the Dark Knight trilogy. It's a really cool box set. It was yeah. a limited edition. There was only going to be like a hundred thousand made or something. So, you know, limited edition in the very loosest sense. And it was like a hundred dollars. And everybody that asked me, I was like, I want this thing. Cause I figured worst case I got multiple copies and I would just, yeah. I would just trade in the extras and buy something else. But, or sell them on eBay. Yeah. But best case I'd get, I'd, I'd just get one of them. And, didn't get it at all. Never got it. It was years before I owned uh, the Dark Knight, all the movies on Blu-ray, and then find and then a couple years about a year ago or two years ago, I went and I was at Best Buy and bought all three movies on 4K Blu-ray, which was great. Uh, but uh, I was just like, why? Why did you fucking ask me what I wanted? If like when I said you were the thing, you just didn't listen. Also, if someone, well, I don't know, there's there's certain tiers of how well people should know you. Like your parents might know you well enough to predict what you want if you're living home or you see them often. Spouse should know, should pretty much be able to kind of gauge what kind of thing you'd be into. Yeah. But like, then like you got cousins or aunts and uncles or grandparents like, oh, what do you want for Christmas this year? Like. You know what I want, Grandma? I want a, another ugly sweatshirt. Like I don't have point, enough like, sweatshirts that just sit in my closet because you bought them for me, so I can't throw them away. But uh, I have no interest in ever wearing them because they are fucking hideous. Yeah, or it's like we're not really close enough for you to worry about buying me a gift. Just like wish me a happy birthday. Maybe send me a card with a couple bucks in it, or uh, bake me a cake. Like. <sighs> It, at this point, the money's more useful, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's nice. It's nice when someone goes out on a limb, sees something that you uh, would that you would really be into, and they and they they guess right, and they really knock it out of the park. Now, that's you know, I'm not going to complain about that. I love that. Aunt Buck has been great about doing that. But for the most part, it's like there's just not much that I want. I don't even know what to ask for. Like, even if money's not an issue, I, what do you want? Another guitar, another amplifier, a new computer. Um, a big, big tool. Like, I don't know. Last I year, could use more, more space in my house. Yeah. Last year I was asked what I wanted for Christmas and I was like, man, I, I don't know. $200 in auto part. I, I, oh, I remember what I said. I said a new alternator cause I, cause I needed a new alternator for the, I had just gotten the Mustang and, yeah. uh, I was like, oh, how much is that? And like, I don't know, 180 bucks. And they're like, oh, okay, send me a link. I'll buy it for you. I was like, oh no, I already bought one. I, it's on the way. Like it gets here tomorrow. I'm going to install it. I was like, well, that's not really a gift then, is it? And I'm like, no. Uh, all right. Well here. Okay. And then here's this other thing. I gave this other thing. They're like, all right, cool. I'll order it today. And I was like, all right, great. So then the next time I was on Amazon, I bought a supplementary item, a wiring harness for that thing. So I could wire it permanently into the car. And uh, bought that, and that has been sitting in my box of miscellaneous things, that, pro, car projects, since December of last year. 
because the person never yep. ordered the other, the thing. And so then I, then I was like, Oh, I never ordered that. I'll, I'll get it for your birthday. I'm like, all right, cool. Go ahead. Uh, never happens. Never got it. That was, <laughs> that was in May. So it's just like, ah, oh, you know, eventually, eventually I'll just end up ordering that and I'll have the wiring harness already. So whatever. And then it's not going to matter. What do you want? The thing that I already have. Yeah. Then you have to resort to saying things when you, there's nothing you want and you don't want to be like, there's nothing you can buy me that I want. You have to start. Oh, you, you just don't have to, but in certain cases, it's beneficial for you to answer with something cheesy. Like I already have everything I want because I'm with you. Yeah. I, I'm much more interested, especially for my birthday. Rather than getting me a thing, I'd much rather have like some of your time. A blowjob. Take me to dinner. Uh, go out. Let's go out and have some some drinks. Um, go do something that is yeah. interesting. I don't really need more shit. I don't need more shit in my life. I got too much shit as it is. That's what I used to tell my dad. He'd be like, uh, "My dad likes to take me out to eat for my birthday." He didn't do it this year because it was right around like it was two days after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. Uh, but normally if my dad's like, oh, I want to take you out to eat for your birthday, where are you going to go? And he's always got in his mind this this seafood restaurant that he likes to take me to. It's not that I like that place. It's that he likes that place and he wants to take me there for my birthday so that he can eat there. Yeah. And I I love going to a Japanese steakhouse. Oh, yeah. It's just like you, where they do all the hibachi, bling, 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 bling. And the yeah, 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 yeah. All that. You get like a dinner and a show and it's it's expensive, but it's not like break the bank expensive. Yeah. And my dad can afford it. So that's for several years. That's been like, yeah, let's just go send me to a, let me to a Japanese steakhouse. Except now you can't because of the coup. So, cause they're all shut down. Yep. So I didn't even get that for my birthday. That sucks. Yeah. My, yep. my birthday, they had just opened restaurants back up. Bars weren't open. So my, I couldn't go to the bar like I wanted to, but I was at least able to go out and get steak. So that was nice. One year for my birthday, my dad gave me a jar of whiskey. Nice. It was um, uh, how to put this. It was locally sourced. Yeah. Locally sourced. That's all I'll say about it. So anyway, that was nice. I had an excuse to have a, a, a jar of whiskey around the house that I could sip on ever so often. That's the other thing is like people ask me what I want for me personally. Like people ask me what I want for Christmas. Like I'm a pretty simple guy. Just buy a whiskey. Any whiskey. Yeah. $10, $20. I don't care. Oh, do you already have a bottle of Jameson? Yeah, but I'll fucking drink it. Like, even even if it's a terror, even if it's a whiskey that I don't like, like I take a, one, one drink, I'm like, oh, this is awful. I never want to drink this again. I'll just leave it on the bar forever because the bottle looks nice. There's a bottle of whiskey on my bar called Backstage Whiskey. One of the worst fucking whiskeys I've ever had. But it was on clearance at the at Park Hill here in town, and I work in theater. I work in live events. I work backstage, and I'm like the 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 label the label's really nice. It's tangentially related to what I do for a living. I'm happy to just put that bottle of whiskey on. I think it's Southern whiskey. Just put it on my bar and sit there sealed for the rest of time. Yeah. Um, just because it's it's a it's a manly decoration. It's a manly decoration, and and, and I'm sure everybody in the, who listens to this have have seen the pictures of my bar, forty whiskeys from thirty different distilleries. It's a gorgeous display of uh, spirits to the point now where I'm kind. Of, I just fucking rebuilt the the top to the to my bar like 
during lockdown in March, I rebuilt the, I rebuilt, refinished the bar and put a new top on that I made considerably wider than the old top. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I should probably make an even wider top now. I got too many whiskeys. Do it. And, and regardless, like, just buy it, buy a whiskey. And that'll be, I love Lego. Just buy a Lego set, any Lego set. If I already have it, I'll just use those parts for something else. If I, and people be like, well, I don't want to buy you a set you already have. Then buy me something from Lego City. I don't buy myself Lego City sets. So, yeah. Uh, no matter what it is, I'll have fun building it. And then I'll probably just fucking tear it apart and build something new or throw it in a bin for something else. But I'll enjoy that. And, and I, I don't go out and buy the city stuff. You know, I, I yeah. only have a limited funds to buy Lego. So I buy like the big sets that I want, like the Mustang or the DB five or the whatever, the Iron Man stuff. Like that's the stuff that I'll buy for myself. Fuck you buy a star Wars set for all I give a shit, a Batman set, anything doesn't matter what it is. If you think it looks cool, fucking you don't have to spend a fortune. You can buy the little $20 set. Like it's a very very simple list of things that I that I like. But yet I have to yep. ask these specific questions and then and then you tell someone and they're like, "Okay, cool, I'll do that." And then they they get you like fucking uh here I got Duo. you a tie. Thank you. I don't wear I got, ties. I got my you job. a Duplo set. I got you some Mega Blocks. Oh, fucking Mega Blocks. Um I can't even have stuff like, uh, like 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 man toys, like like stuff like that. Yeah. I can't even have that because I have kids. Yeah. Um, Kenner uh, made the Ghostbusters toys when I was a kid. I'm sure you've seen this. Yes. So uh, who was it bought Kenner and started making the? Um, was it Mattel? Started making remaking the old Ghostbusters figures from when I was a kid. Yeah. That was cool as shit, and uh, I ended up buying. One at a time, like the whole, like all four of the guys and Stay Puffed and Slimer, they're still on their cards. And I don't normally collect stuff like that. Yeah. But that was like, like I still got the, the original toys in my parents' attic somewhere. They're all warped. Like Peter Vankman looks like he didn't drink his V8, but because his legs are bent to the side. But uh, like I got that and the, immediately my son was like, well, when are we going to open those? And I was like, oh, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> those aren't for you. You stay the hell away from those, or I will just, I'll stuff you in this cabinet. I got them locked away in my studio cabinet. Um, when I was a kid, I had a big, like, uh, a big, like, Rubbermaid tote full of all my Legos. Yeah. And I used to, I was a huge Wing Commander fan, so I would build, like, little Wing Commander ships out of Lego. This is before you could get kits for that kind of thing. Yeah. You just had to, like, slap together parts and hope you had weird stuff. So... And being the kid that I was, because those ships had like armor plating on them, I took aluminum foil and wrapped it around them, so they had armor plating on the on the ships. And when the kids got old enough to go like go rummaging around my parents' house and found that thing full of my old Wing Commander ships made from Legos, they just ripped them all apart. Goodbye. I was like, I was like you, you little, why, 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 why did you do this? Um, that ship was older than your mother. I built that thing before your mother was born. So why did you touch it? Why did you touch Then you look at my mom and be like, why did you let them touch that? Those 40-year-old toys, I didn't think you'd care. Yes, I care! <sighs> so then I have to sit down with my kids in the floor and tell them all the stories of my childhood and spend all this time putting things back together in front of them and sharing this experience with them. 
That's not what fathers are supposed to do. You're just supposed to yell at your kids and hate them. Yeah. Not spend time building things with them. So yeah. that being what it was. So uh, that's happened multiple times. So, uh, well, time to tell listeners what what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I want Roy Cooper. I want his head on a platter. And that would be great. I'd like GT Bynum's head on a platter uh, lined up beside all, every fucking member of his family. Wait, 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 wait. I have an even better one. I want Roy Cooper stuffed inside of Dr. Fauci, stuffed inside of Joe Biden, like a turducken. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, uh, That's uh Here's my That's a- here's my issue for this week. My second issue, final issue for this week. Here's what I don't get. The Expendables franchise. Okay. Um, I never watched any you of them. You never watched any of them? Well, nope. well uh, this is going to be a really lousy issue then. I should have thought of something else. <laughs> I should have saved this one for Tim. Because I know, I think Tim and I saw two in theaters. Um, man. You know what the general premise is, right? Like, I really don't. I know nothing about them. I know that they exist, and it looked like they took every 80s action movie hero they could find and crammed them into one movie, and I said, that's going to be dog shit, and I just didn't bother watching yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that, was the, that was what they did. They took like, all these action stars, they put them in one movie as like a team of elite commandos, uh, and the first one's the first one is, is pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. Um, I mean, it's dumb. There's too much CG, but... All things considered, it's a good, entertaining movie. And that's about where the franchise stops being good, because the second movie starts out with them killing off uh, Liam Hemsworth, who is in the movie for all of 10 minutes and then gets killed, and you're supposed to be like, oh, my God. And then there's just like 45 minutes of nothing, and the movie ends with a giant climactic battle. And then they took that out of nowhere. They took that exact same formula and applied it to the Expendables three. Except instead of making an R-rated movie, they made a PG thirteen movie. So it sucks. <laughs> so it's not even gory. <laughs> and it's just a. It's just like a fucking revolving door of cameos and who gives a shit action stars, and it's. It's like a, it's the thing is you could just return to form with the classic eighties action film, right? Like a commando, right? Where a commando, you'd spend about 10 minutes establishing that Arnold Schwarzenegger loves his daughter. And then you kidnap the daughter and you're like, all right, Arnold Schwarzenegger has free reign in my mind to kill as many people as he needs to get his daughter back. The end. Well, that was, that was taken that. Yeah. Well, that was taken. Yes. Uh, but all, that was the way 80s movies worked, right? You just you you created the most tenuous premise to have action scenes. Yeah. The Expendables franchise tries really really hard to make like movies with characters and events. And it is they are not good. There is way too much That's CG. The There's so much CG in the movies because all of the stars of the movies are like 78 years old. So you've got yeah. you've got like a I don't know Stallone must have been like sixty something when the first one came out, and he's running and he's running real goofy and he's like everything he fucking wears is bedazzled for some some reason. <laughs> he's got all this. The, oh god, there's a great video uh, 
for the second Expendables movie, they released this. Do you know what what, what Montagrafa is? Nope. It's a uh, it's a company that makes pens. They make like fancy pens, fountain pens, and okay. Uh, so for Expendables two, he partnered with them to make this like two hundred fifty dollar pen that is just the fucking ugliest thing you've ever seen. And there's a there's an amazing video. I'll, have to, I'll look it up and send it to you. I'll post it in the Discord. It's a it's a video of it's like this 3D video rendering of this pen coming together from like snakes and lava and lightning and a sword. And, what? And the, yeah, and it's all narrated by uh, by Stallone and. It's uh, it is it is a fucking weird anyway. That was a tie-in, and along with a fucking hideous watch, a tie-in to the Expendables too. But you've got like every time there's a every muzzle flash is fake, every bullet hit is fake, the blood that splatters everywhere is fake. They have to like gr- composite in people into shots because they are uh the, here's this video. I'm going to I'm going to play the audio for you. All right. Um they have to to composite people in because it's like, oh, Jet Li's supposed to be in this movie. To have light, there must first be darkness. So this is text on a background. Death does not exist without life. Isn't this captivating? Wow. To have peace, war is Keep order. First, there must be chaos. Chaos is the name of the pen. Anyway, uh, then then it's the, that then it's a video of this pen like being put together out of nothing to present itself to the world. It is. And all to tie in with the Expendables too, which is not a good movie. And th- so then they made a third one, and they have it has Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. The second one had Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, at the climax of the movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis team up to like fight these bad guys. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is saying other people's catchphrases to them. He says to Bruce Willis, "Yippee ki yay!" You know, I'm sure that's like a meta thing because fans will go up to like their favorite movie stars and like shout their favorite lines at them. Like people run up to Bill Murray, be like, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. And then Bill Murray's like, yep, yeah. that's that's the line. That is the thing that I said. Or, uh, or yeah, Bruce Willis, someone walk up to him, yippee ki motherfucker. And they're like, yep, that's, uh, that's, that's the line. The, uh, yeah, he... Um Arnold Schwarzenegger says, I'll be back. And then Bruce Willis says, you've been back enough. I'll be back. And he leaves. And Arnold Schwarzenegger then says to him, yippee-ki-yay. And then he makes another joke about Jet Li or something. I don't know. It's fucking weird. The bad guy's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, of course, Stallone's in it. And then, so the third one happens. They make that one PG-13. They make... Um, so it's just campy. Yeah, it it's campy, but not in like... The first one is campy, but it it had like a charm to it. And the second one, it, there is seriously, I swear, oh, uh, fucking Chuck Norris is in it. 
Chuck Norris is in that movie, and he oh come on Chuck, he gives a Chuck Norris fact in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, to be fair, he fucking loves those. Yeah, but it's it's uh it's cringeworthy. Like I'm sure it was it felt great at the time because I think the movie came out in like 2008 or something. That was the other thing. They were coming out like every couple of years. There was an Expendables movie. So then the third one comes out, and in the third one, Sylvester Stallone fires his entire old team and brings in a new team, which is kind of against the whole idea of the Expendables, which is classic action stars teaming up to do yeah. action movie. So they bring in all these people, including everyone's favorite MMA fighter. Ronda Rousey, who cannot act <laughs> to save her fucking life. So they have a new young Four team box. of Expendables. Like, it's going to kind of be a pass in the torch thing. And then, of course, they didn't make any more of them. Because <laughs> that one was not good. They, they kept talking so, about doing an, an Expendables movie where they were going to have a bunch of female action stars. Female and I'm just like, who stars. the fuck are you going to put in this movie? And who's going to go put see in, it? Uh, Sigourney Weaver... And uh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Sigourney Weaver. It's just going to be a Sigourney Weaver movie. And the thing is, she's not really sexy anymore. So, uh, like Sigourney Weaver. I mean, like <sighs> the lady from uh, the lady who's not sexy, never was sexy from uh, Terminator or whatever her name was. Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Linda Hamilton. How many? How many? Um, you could do. Uh, I guess I get like Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. There was another. There was a, oh the lady from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Um, the lady who plays Melinda May in Agents of Shield. I suppose I could get Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, uh, Charlie Theron. Now that she did that, she's done a couple of those action movies that are not good because she also yeah. can't act. Uh, but then that movie went nowhere because for I guess fortunately they figured out that gender swapped re reboots are not good, and they should just not do them. But it, it the mo the franchise doesn't make any sense to me because it started out with like a pretty noble purpose, not noble, but um, Stallone's Stallone's idea in casting because it has he he doesn't have people who had current hits like he put Dolph Lundgren in the movie and. Uh, yeah, a couple other, but his his thought he didn't he went for he went for these stars that had been in films, um, who maybe hadn't had been in anything big in a in a while to try and like give them a boost and give them help them maybe get a second chance in Hollywood to keep making movies, and and then the third one rolls around and he's like oh yeah we're gonna put in all these young actors in this movie including Ronda fucking Rousey for no reason so we can have a girl. Never mind the fact that they had a girl in the second one and the first one. Although the first one, she was kind of the she was who they were rescuing. But the uh, the movies like follow the the third one has Wesley Snipes in it and Harrison Ford. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's Harrison anyone else in it. Did they ever get um, Liam Neeson? No, Liam Neeson wasn't in one. I figured they'd just keep on churning those fucking movies out. Like, every two or three years, they'd release another one of these movies. Until they were all fucking dead? Yeah. Uh, what they need to do is they need to go ahead and reboot the franchise now that everyone's in their 80s and just call it Expended. Yeah. Expended? Not expendable, just expended. They're all spent. It is... I, I don't... I, I understand how the franchise started, and, and it just... 
it was one of those one of those things like it's an original movie, it's an original franchise, and then it just completely burnt out because <clears throat> uh, they just pissed away all the goodwill by making the third movie PG thirteen by not making the movie action packed enough because the first one. Where the lull should be, they put in some action scenes. And the second one, it's just a big fucking... There's like the big opening teaser where they're like, they're finishing up a mission and they go on the new mission and they get the shit kicked out of them. And then there's just a big fucking nothing where it's like, oh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is so evil and he's got an evil plan and blah, 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 blah. And then big action finish and then the movie's over. And you're just like... Okay, and they did the exact same thing in the third one. The movies are so incomprehensible that watching them again, I actually have no idea what was going on. <laughs> like, I just watched these movies last week or the week before. I have no fucking clue what, what happened in these films. Just watched them. I love it. Back to back to back almost. Like one a day. Love it. <laughs> I. Oh man, I, I don't understand how because there's a lot of movies that are like that, right? It's like they have it's like they have a weird. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the literary equivalent. There's a there's a meta a magical monster where when you see it, you forget you saw it, kind of thing. So like yeah. you watch the Expendables and you're and you're you're engaged, and then the movie ends and you're just like, I have no idea what happened in that film. I was completely hypnotized <laughs> for two hours. And then it's just gone. Yeah, just gone forever. And there's so much CG. Uh, there is. I'm surprised they haven't done a prequel where they like do the or Expendables Origins or some stupid shit where they recast everyone uh, with younger actors. Jason Statham's in because all they of them. probably stopped making money. What? The thing, the thing probably just didn't make enough money on the on the third movie to go back and and justify like X Men those those movies made money yeah so they could justify like well we're gonna make one that's shitty but you know it's a movie and people will watch it because it's X Men they 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 didn't have that amount of goodwill with the Expendables movies because they didn't have people who grew up reading Expendables comics or I whatever they're gonna put Caitlyn Jenner in an X Men movie <laughs> no they put her in a Transformers movie <laughs> the I don't know. I I love I love the the the, the, the just balls to the wall dumb action films of the eighties. I I love them. The you know the dumber yeah. the better. The bigger the stupid action set piece at the end, the better. Uh, don't you know? Plot is secondary. They're fun to watch. You sit and you watch them and you enjoy yourself. You know the commandos. It's a popcorn the, movie. The, yeah, they're popcorn movies, and. Uh, John Wick does that. John Wick is a great franchise for that. Whereas where the plot, you know, it who you don't really care. They're putting in just enough that you're like, okay, yeah, it's fine. But the Taken movies are like that. Yeah, the the Taken movies though. The Taken movies are not good. The first one was great. Uh, but then okay, oh yeah. Then you watch two and you're just like, this is the same movie. And then you watch three and you, I have again. I have no. I saw Taken Three. No idea what happened in that film. They killed Famke Jansen. That's what happened. Ah, well, they stabbed her in the back. Which she's not that pretty anymore, anyway. So it's not like I really care. Not like when so. she was Xenia on a top. Oh my god, that was wet dream land right there, just slipping everywhere. Oh my god, uh, she was so hot back then. Uh, the 
the, my problem with the Taken movies is once, like, the first time you see it, you're engaged, but the fifth time you see it, you're just like, oh, it's pretty clear Liam Neeson can't do any of these stunts, so they just had to, like, edit the <laughs> shit out of this movie. And it's all shaky cam. Oh, yeah. That's why I love the John Wick films, is that you know, there are these long, there are these long shots of just him fighting three guys, which you don't see in movies because it's like, oh, we got to fight three guys. We're going to throw a punch, you know, cut to the swing, cut. cut to the reaction, cut to the, the follow through, cut to the guy coming at him, cut to the kit, to the foot, cut to the follow through and just cut, 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 cut. And John Wick will just be like, these guys are going to fight in this hallway. We're just going to sit here and watch it. We're just fucking watching these now, guys fight. How choreographed is it versus like 60s Batman? Oh, it's very, very choreographed. Because I haven't watched any of the, of the John Wick movies either. Oh, shit. I just the- you were missing out. You got to watch the John Wick movies. They're great. I might. If you ever tell you what, if you ever make your way back to North Carolina, I'll watch all of them with you. Yeah, they're they we'll are. Do commentaries. We've for done all of them. commentaries for all three John Wick movies. They were all they were submitted. Uh, I think one and two were submitted back to back, and then as soon as three came out on DVD, it was submitted in one. So when four comes out, as soon as it comes out on DVD, we'll go record a commentary of it. Um, yeah, what I'm saying is like you do a second commentary with me on it instead of instead of Tim. Yeah, I'd be totally down for that because they're great. So but that, that was also my because it would be that was my way of telling my first everyone not them. to submit John Wick four for a movie commentary because we'll just go ahead and do it. It'll just be a bonus. Everyone will get it. Yeah, uh, but they're, no, they're great because yeah. because they the first movie, the first John Wick movie, they put in just enough uh, plot at the very beginning to give you a you know like here's a little bit of plot and you're just like oh yeah. Kill as many people as you want, Keanu Reeves. I don't give a shit anymore. And then it's just, it's just ball, it's nearly balls to the wall action for the rest of the fucking movie. And then they do it two more times. And that's what the Expendables franchise should have been. But instead, it's just geriatric action heroes acting in front of green screens, doing hyper edited th- fight choreography um, with uh, thousands of stuntmen to make them look cool. And then it's over, and you're just like, "What is the plot? Was there a plot to this movie? Was did, did was there a purpose to this other than Stallone getting another paycheck? Evidently not. No, no, that was the entire purpose for all of it. That's like every Adam Sandler movie that ever existed. Yeah. It's just to get a paycheck. So it's a thinly veiled scam. Uh, yeah, I, we're doing this movie on a cruise ship so that I can take all my friends on vacation. <laughs> anyway, that's my issue the yeah. Expendables franchise it doesn't make any sense I, and it's gone it's just done now I guess it's been like 10 years since the last Expendables movie or something maybe less maybe it's a like sleeper issue. Years. Uh it's a good, good sleeper issue now because I've never watched any of them so you sold me I, I don't care to ever watch them now I, I'd watch the first 2014 it's, a, it's been 6 years since the last one I'd watch the first one Um, yeah the first one's pretty good and then and then just stop you know, unless you really, really love it. They're on Amazon Prime right now, so. I don't care. If you can't find anything to watch, you know, watch that. And you can watch you can watch Stallone make uh, incomprehensible faces. Yeah. Yeah. I do that, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm the new Stallone, just incomprehensible everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess that's it, then, yeah. right? Well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Uncle Buck. I'm Uncle Buck. Catch you guys next week. Bye-bye.
call in the Here's Get Hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. It looks like we have a couple of voicemails here. Maybe just Well, the, 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 the good thing about this being my second week in a row doing the show is maybe some of these voicemails will address something that I said. Oh, no, there's, there's just the one. We'll see. Here you go. Here you go. Let's see. Hey, guys. Uh, Deno. Guys want any hack to get around the whole mask bullshit? Just say it's against your religion and people get fucking stunlocked because they don't know what to tell I you. I fucking and did that, you jackass! Stay furious, guys. 18 seconds. 18 second dead helm voicemail. He's killing it. Thank he God. He is killing it. Um, because I fucking did that at work. I was like, hey, I have a religious problem with this. And they were like, that's great. You're going to have a religious unemployment check. So deal with it. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. So just that one voicemail. Uh, although here's a great news story that, that uh, someone that Necro C, I think it was Necro C. Yeah. Posted in, right? in the discord real quick. Uh, the Time's Up charity, you know, the one that was a all part of me too. They raised okay. $3.6 million uh, in funds, and they spent $1.4 million on salaries for their staff and $150,000 <laughs> on conferences at luxury resorts. <laughs> so it Two, was all nothing. $280,000 <laughs> on advertising. Uh, only a million dollars was spent on legal costs. Which is what the whole point oh, of the thing the was. $300,000 to help victims. $300,000 uh, to help victims. What a fucking scam. This is why I don't give to the charities. Victims. We who work at the charity, we are the victims. Give to us. Give to our... I need a third house. Oh, man. That just... Like Larry, Larry Blydner says, there are no mysteries. Yeah. After a while, you're just like, of course. Yeah. Of course that, of course that's what happened. Why would you expect anything else from something so absurd on its face to begin with? And someone, like you think maybe there are people out there, you, you try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I think maybe there are people who are just mistaken, but they have genuinely good intent in their hearts. Yeah. And they're trying to help people. And then you find out, oh, no, they're just scumbags like everybody else. String them up with the rest. Just fucking hang them all. Well, the thing is, hang every there, last there, one of them. There's, probably, there's probably one guy, right, and he's working there who's like, I'm going to make a difference. And then it's uh, the more it's like a conspiracy to commit murder or whatever. The more people you put in there, the more likely you are to get caught. The more people you put into yeah. a charity, the more likely you're, you're just... Uh, you your the money is Bullshit. just not going to come out the other side where it's supposed to go. It's like um, it's like yeah. you remember the Coney twenty twelve thing? Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Vaguely, the the warlord in Africa who is like hot shit for three months, and the guy posted like a, a ten minute YouTube video or something about how terrible he was, and then people just fucking dump money on that guy. To oh, this is terrible. We're here getting money and just money. We'll 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 money him to death. And then that guy just lost his fucking mind and ended up like fucking naked in the street one day in like in a fugue state because he had he had no idea what to do with any of it. Trying to convince his wife that he wasn't cooking meth and yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, so that's what you can't don't don't give money to charity. You are you are doing more good in the world by giving ten bucks to the fucking homeless man outside the gas station who's just gonna buy booze than you are giving a hundred dollars to a real charity. Uh, 
there are certain food banks you can give money to that, but I mean, you have to really vet your charities, man. Yeah. Any, any charity that's like nationwide, chances are scam. Yeah. Big chances of scam. I'm going to start a charity right now. It's going to be the, um, the trail of tears charity where I raise money for, uh, the native American indigenous peoples. And I'm going to be the employee, but unfortunately, my salary is going to be uh, whatever the amount of money we take in is. Ninety percent uh, of whatever you take in, you know, the other ten percent goes yeah, yeah. to like advertising so that you can get more money to come in. Yeah, and I'm going to give. <laughs> I'm going to donate, but I'm going to donate a portion of the proceeds, a portion of the proceeds, to some Native American thing, which is actually just going to be another organization that I'm going to erect in my wife's name because she's some small percentage native American and it's just going to go to her and I want to make her give it back to me at the end of the day. Yeah. So all of it goes straight to me, uh, but if you don't give to it because you, then you hate native Americans and you're a racist bigot and you should burn in hell. Yep. yep. Hitler. Fucking Hitler's out you're there. You're literally Hitler. If you don't give all of your money, you really need to dig deep. Give till it hurts. Yeah. Give till it hurts. I need that commercial. I'm going to hire Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Uh, we're going to, in the arms yeah. of the angel. And it's just going to be like little children. It's going to be my children, uh, who are, who, despite having some native American blood look as white as could possibly just be smeared in dirt. And they're going to be wearing smeared in dirt. And I'm going to put like, I'm going to like glue feathers to their heads, <laughs> like little headdresses, not even actually make a headdress to put on them. I'm just going like to glue one unpainted feather right to my son's forehead Put them out and make them like play. Put them out in the woods. Play in the dirt. Give them like like a pile of trash, like they're living in that. This is, all right. I want to make them like play with an empty uh, milk jug because yeah. that's you know for whatever reason that really screams like refuse and poverty is milk jugs. I don't know why. And uh, and I'm gonna like film that in sepia tone, slow and motion. I'm gonna have him doing all the. Yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have him out there like going with a toy tummy. But you're not going to hear the actual noise. You're just going to see him doing that to his mouth. And then, um, and then we're going to have the Sarah McLaughlin song, and it's going to be me doing my movie voiceover voice. <clears throat> Would you like to give to the Trail of Cheers charity? Please give till it hurts. And uh, and yeah, I'm just going to keep all of it. Yeah. And I'm going to be sitting at at the end of the year, and because it's charity, it's tax free. Yeah. It's 501c3, so I'm going to, at the end of the year, I'm going to be sitting on this giant pile of tax-free money going, and laughing my fucking dick off. <laughs> That's going to be your Christmas card. It's just like the end of the dark night when the Joker has that giant pile of money. Just <laughs> just me sitting on a giant pile of money with my boy on his lap still with a feather glued to his head and holding the milk jug. <laughs> and we're both just like laughing as we light cigars with $100 bills going, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, thank you, Buck, uh, for covering for my lazy co-host and uh, audio engineer. Did he die from the coof yet? Uh, no. I, I'm convinced he just has a regular flu and he's just, you know, a whiny bitch. Milking it? Yeah. Because I I know I'm not off next week, so if we're going to have to do this again, we're going to have to find a different time. Yeah. Well, if we have to do this again next week, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I've, I talked to Tony I, from I'm Hack the Movies about point. potentially filling in. So we'll see. We'll see if he man, right. mans up, bears down, and digs deep. Give till it hurts, Tim. Uh, hold on. I've got a phone call here. He Hello? I just had a missed call from this number. Uh, must be a uh, telemarketer. I didn't call you. 
Yeah. Have a good one. I was going to yell at that guy, but now I, now I didn't. You, you, you messed up. You should have asked him if, uh, what he doesn't get. Ah, uh, yeah, should have, should have done that. Oh well. Call him back. I'm not going to call, call him back. Call him back. Hey, I just missed it. I just got a call from you. Uh, did you call me? I said, hey, I've, I, I, you, I know we just talked. I've got a question for you. Is there anything that you don't get? Yeah. Because we may or may not be recording this for a podcast. You wanted to give us a spicy take on something. And he's going to be like, yeah, all these people that don't wear their fucking mask. And then I'm going to come through this microphone all the way out of your headphones, back into your telephone, out from his phone, and just strangle him to death going, blah, 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 the whole fucking, I'm going to scalp him. I'm going to scalp him and wear his scalp as a mask. Yeah. Man, that would be great. That's what, that's what I'm going to do. I want to. I want to cut GT Bynum's face off, sew the lips shut, and just put it over my face. And they're like, "As what are you wearing? I'm wearing the mayor's face. That's my mask." Uh, Does he have a beard? No. Damn. Make him grow a beard. Cut his face off. Cut the mouth, like the the the, the just the beard part off. And then stick your dick out through the <laughs> mouth hole and flip it upside down and wear it. Wear it like a cod piece. <laughs> so I'm saying the beard could be like pubes. You just wear it like a cod piece. Yeah. Yes, that works. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Buck. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's been fun. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. <gasps> bye bye.